Welcome along everybody to meeting four of the Environment Committee. Um, the agenda this evening, item 57, is apologies for absence. Yes, we've got uh, apologies from um, Councillor Linda Brown. And I believe we have apologies from... Was it who was going to attend tonight? Sorry. Ben. Oh, Ben. Sorry, yes. Ben Greenaway from Mercy Forest has been invited up. and was going to come. He's held up. There's been an incident on the railway between here and Manchester, so all trains are stuck at the moment. Oh. It's just been on the 6.30 news. So. Um, okay. No, no others, no. So, um, declarations of interest. Anything on the agenda? No? 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 Okay, that's great. Um, so, item 59, then the minutes of meeting three, which were held on the 5th of September. We need to accept and sign those minutes. Everybody got a copy of them in the pack here? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Everybody had a chance to look at them and happy with the minutes, yeah? Okay, so... Yeah. Is it initial the first page, second page, and sign the third? Is that or do I just initial? I think. I think you said it easily. I think I initial. No problem anyway. Each one's initial. No one wants sign the third. Okay. Um, opportunity for the public to speak. Um, Ginny Kirk did contact me to see if it was possible for her to speak, but one of the topics that she wanted to speak about wasn't on the agenda. The other, she has sent me a note relating to rights of way maintenance, so I'll raise that when we get to that title. Okay, okay. Um, item 61 then is Hobbe Wood, and this is to consider, consider even establishing a friends group uh, of Hobbe Wood or alternative ways of progressing the five-year management plan and decide on further action. Since I sent the papers out, um, Councillor Pennington's drawn our attention to the fact that in 2003 a charity was established by Frodsham Town Council um, which happens to be called the Friends of Hob Haywood. Okay. Um, and um, is still in operation and still has some funds. There was no um, income coming in and out. There was just static funds of £1,385.22. And that's reported each... Um, On twig? reported each year to um, the, the Charity Commissioners. The only trustee of this charitable trust is Frodsham Town Council itself. Um, I haven't really been able to, in, in the short time since we've, uh, we, we've made aware, aware of this, it, yeah. haven't been able to find out very much about it, although we do have a file here. Uh, however, um, I think it's. Uh, I think it was probably set up at the time, partly with a view to accessing grant funding in relation to Hob Haywood. Um, but um, 
I believe Ben mentioned something to Paul when he when he rang you earlier. Yeah, he just said that you could talk about because obviously he was going to come and talk about it. He said you could talk about the um, renewing the trustee thing because it might be a bit out of date and so. And you need a constitution, which he will send. Mm. If you need him to come again, he will do. But obviously, you can't get here. Yeah. yeah. So, so I think in terms, I think. My advice would be that you note the fact that this charity exists mm -hmm. and if we decide to proceed with, um, with reinvigorating the Friends of Group for the wood, then we clearly have the sort of the legal framework for it uh, in any case and we probably need to do some work as to how we would marry the objectives that we now have with this with this vehicle yeah. that we've already got. So because of the dates and things like that, maybe that trust was set up when to raise funds, maybe to buy, because didn't, didn't we buy extra land in Hollywood or something? I would imagine it was originally all done by Graham. Graham yeah, it all seems around yes. that time when Graham it Bondy was... was yeah. well, certainly great, there's yeah. the, all of the notes in the file that I looked at relate to Graham, yes. So, so that... That amount of money that's in there is not accruing interest. That's just no. I think it's in it. the It's in is one it? of those kind of accounts that, well, certainly these days, yeah. it doesn't bear right. Okay. One of the <coughs> things that I would like to raise is, I'm, I'm very keen that you know we do get volunteers to help us, but it's the control of what these volunteers do, um, and. I think it's got to be led by somebody mm. either from the council mm. um, because I've seen too many areas when I'm walking around where I think people have yeah, yeah. taken it upon themselves to do certain yeah. things and um, have in the process mm. done I, more damage than yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to pour cold water on good intentions, you know, or anything, but it does need to be controlled. I've had experience, as I've probably told you on, on, on occasions, the two friends groups in Chester, uh, the biggest one being the Friends of Coldy Nature Park in Huntington. And we had over 500 members there. Um, and we actually charged people to, to actually become a member. They paid £5 a year or whatever. Um, it's good to hear that Mersey Forest uh, I, I, you know, can supply in a box, a constitution, because that's very important that we have yeah, all those rules. Said that uh, he also said that um, once you've got everything set up, you probably should have a public meeting. Yeah, yeah. And then so, yeah. I mean, I take on board what Karen says here in that um, it, it's, it's got to be organised so that it achieves what we want to achieve, because good intentions sometimes, I mean, no disrespect. We, we've had an occasion recently where people, for all the right reasons, have been planting trees which are totally out of character and, and that, you know. And it is difficult sometimes to balance between good intentions and what we're, we're trying to achieve and that, you know. And I wouldn't want to, as I say, thwart that in any way. Um, but the friends group, you, you know, we haven't got the staff. I certainly wouldn't want to load that on the staff here because they've got enough to do anyway. And again, a, a councillor, it's easy to say, I could easily say, I'll sort that. But, you, you know, it is a big job. Um, it really needs to be, you know, run itself. Um, you know, and if it's got a constitution and that, then that will take care of that. It will have a chair, it will have a treasurer, you, you know, etc., etc. 
Um, it's a good idea, a friends group, and, and I would support it, but, you know, it can the tail wag the dog, if I can use that phrase, if, if you're not careful. Um, sometimes with these groups you get people with different interests and different goals, and you, the other group that we formed in Chester, which I won't say it, which it was, became a real conflict organisation where you had user groups. Um, you know, it was a different landscape. It, it, it involved cycling and, and other things as well. But, you know, that was a, two good examples, if you like, of how one can run smoothly and one can become a bit of a monster, you know. Well, the goal needs to be the five-year plan, doesn't it? Yeah. And working towards That's right. That. So if we can set that up from the start, maybe through the council. Yeah. Obviously involve anybody mm -hmm. who wants to be. Because there's, there's a lot of things you, you've got to consider, you know, is, is like insurance, health and safety, you know, what the volunteers are actually going to be expected to do. Or uh, permitted to do. Permitted to do. I mean, again, um, we, we have had a case, <coughs> you know, that all the best, re good reasons a young guy climbing trees in there, doing tree surgery for us, long working, you know, and again, the best intentions, but big, big problems, you know, so um, it, it needs, and, and again, uh, it's maintaining the interest as well, no disrespect, but very often when you start something, you know, there's masses of people wanting to get involved and then it, it falls away, and although we had like 500 members in Chester, very often the weekend groups used to be me, my wife, my kids, and maybe one person off the estate, you, you know, um, so I, think I don't want to seem negative, don't, don't get me wrong, I don't want to seem negative, but no. I've been there and, and I think I've it seen might also it. be, you know, the people of Townfield Lane again, mm, Yeah. Um, because they, I see so many of them down there, Yeah. Um, because they do use it. Um, because of the fact that you can do a nice circular yeah. walk. So, uh, and there are lots of children who could do things. Yeah, yeah. Can anybody set up one of those, you know, these mini surveys you see on <coughs> social media? Maybe we can work yeah. with that through the Townfield Lane mm. um, group um, as a starter, and then anybody else in the town who's on, maybe we've got 9,000 people on the Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Survey monkey, couldn't we? Survey monkey, yeah. that's yeah. it. Yeah. France, sorry. Oh, no, no, sorry. what I was just going to say was, um, and this is just my opinion, but um, just remembering back in the, the early days when I first became a member of this when I was first a councillor uh, with Graham, and I, I think then the whole, I mean, he was obviously the leader of it. I mean, Hoppe was his baby, yeah, he loved yeah. that place, and probably, I'm sure still does. But and I think he, he being the sort of he surrounded himself obviously because the, the environment committee then was a very different animal than it is today, and met more more volunteers than councillors, and and they were all obviously friends of Graham's mm -hmm. if you like, and that's that's how it sort of and I, it's just the feeling I get from this, and just bits of things I remember from back then about what he said. Um, I think that's obviously, and that was a great thing because Graham was the natural leader and he only wanted what was best for Hope mm. Haywood. I think again, going back to then, I don't really think the council cared one way or the other. You know, they were just happy for someone yeah, to sort of yeah. let him get on with it and that was fine enough. I don't think it would be quite that simple now. It's just my opinions. Um, I do think um, 
agree with absolutely everything you've just said, Alan. But I also think that, and like you, you know, we've got to try and sort of. What I, for me, what I think is going to be difficult is finding that leader again, yeah, finding that yeah. one person who yeah. is so purely motivated, a, mm. have, has got the time, the knowledge, the know uh, whatever you, and the love of the place mm. to want to take it on yeah. and to, to then gather up their own little. Because I think, obviously, like, you know, obviously it's a much smaller thing than obviously what you were talking about. You know, if, you know, if you're lucky if you get 20 people. Um, but maybe 20 people's all you need. 20 yeah. people's better than 50 lousy ones, yeah, isn't yeah. it? You know? um, and I say it's just my opinion. I, you know, I think it's certainly worth going for, but you know, we, we, I think we do need it. We need something, and we've all agreed that. Um, and we also yeah. should have regular meetings so mm. we can keep in touch, mm. Mm. you know. And that, that's what I think, comes out in the Friends of the Wood. Going back to what Alan said earlier, <coughs> I remember years ago, I was supposed to be going to do a big job down at Marshlands. One of the councillors of the day said, I'll have 22 people down there on Saturday. He wasn't even there. No. I was the only one there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been me and you, Joe, on our own many yeah, times, yeah. haven't we? Yeah, yeah, I have to say, I've I had my wife and kids on, on shovels and rakes on, on several Quite occasions, you know. He's just sent me a couple of messages. He sent me the constitution sheets, which are about four or five pages long, so I'll have to send them through to uh, Liz, obviously to print out, and that's yeah. very hard to see. He just said one major issue to discuss is the role of the trustees of the current trust, in that they probably need to be reappointed with an agreement that their role is strictly in line with the Constitution mm. in that they allow spend on activity that protects and promotes the flora and fauna within the woodland and that facilitates a safe access to and enjoyment of the woodland by the public. Mm. Spend being the use of funds to facilitate these actions and that matches or brings in additional funds for the purpose. Then he sent all the, yeah. he sent the golden rule conflict between the trustees and group members must not repeat the aims of the constitution. Yeah, well that's almost like re reinforcing what I said is yeah. that it can become, um, you know, factions within in a group. Yeah. See, it's very difficult to get people to volunteer and then say, we want you to come along, but this is what you've got to do. You, you know, very often people volunteer because they're given the freedom to, to do things th themselves, you know, so it, it can be quite difficult, but, you know, it's good, as I say, that you've got this constitution, we've got a management plan, we've got most of the building blocks already in place, haven't we, really? The constitution you know? he sent me is to do with the moss, I don't know where you know that. Risley moss. Must be, it just says the, the yeah. constitution of the moss. Yeah. Um, well, even if, if we got, say it was, we were successful and got it up and running again, going back to what I just said, having this conflict, that's why it, I think it worked so well with Graham, because there wasn't any, because obviously everyone, he was such the natural mm -hmm. leader and everybody was quite happy to, but if, if this, the if the, you know, it all got set up and everything, are these people then, is it, is it a totally, they're not going to be answerable to the council? Well, they're answerable to the management plan, aren't they, R really, in a way, that's, that's, you well, know, that's the, the golden key. Yeah, that's the golden key. I mean, because again, I don't think. Well, I know there wasn't really, you know, any, you know, this, this, these groups of people, as did the environment committee, 
get on and do all these things. We weren't running back to the council every five minutes asking for permission to do it. It was no, just it was no. just done. And and that's the other thing I think that will put, it puts it does put people yeah. I think this is what sort of got yeah. to move towards the end. Yeah. You know? I, I think ideally we've got to strike the balance between mm -hmm. not giving this away and no, just no, saying, no, you know that, but, but, yeah. but not being as you say a beck and call all the time. You know, it's gotta be our role, it's got to be like to a do. monitoring yeah. role which is really going on from what you were saying there about sitting down once a month or something like that and just making sure that everybody's aware of where they, where they fit got to, in. What we've got to be very careful of is that people can do things and it's irreparable. Once you've cut a branch off a mm. tree, mm. once you've cut a tree down, you can't do anything about mm. it. And I think, you know, we have to be very careful who mm. we appoint mm. or who, 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 you know, I, I love yep. to have volunteers, but you've got to be careful when people go and do things mm -hmm. and do it incorrectly because we can't put it right. Well, yes. no, I mean, I actually agree with that, Karen. What I'm trying to say is surely the people that we want to run this are, are people like, not unlike Alan and people like you, and like you and that know what they're doing. You know, it's not, you're not just sort of getting some random person off the street who, who doesn't know anything about anything like mm. that you wouldn't then put them in charge but you know it's up to them to get their volunteers together but i think what you're looking for like matt i keep saying his name but Phil graham bondy because that's what that's what he loved to do and you you would i suppose that's why he was trusted and this is you know again i've mm. used the word you know because it happens all the time with this council we get people up to do things but nobody trusts anyone to go and actually do these things because it's all too much you know, yeah. Whatever. I, I, I mean, you know, I, I again, it's easy to say, oh, I'll help. Mm. You, you know, I mean, I, I, I would be willing in, in, in a small room. I wasn't volunteering. No, here, no, I no, I don't, no, no, no. I know where you're coming from. I mean, two years ago, I, I did a, a basic chainsaw course. I'm not saying that everybody's going to be running in there with chainsaws because the management of that woodland is not hacking it to bits, it's a bit like a lump of butter, isn't it? We're patting it and keeping it in shape, you know, we're not making sandwiches out with it. But, um, it, it, you know, I, I, that role that I did, I didn't charge, I, all I charged for Ogham Town Council was for the, the paperwork. It, in, in a way, that was a bit of a waste of time because, again, the people that put themselves forward as volunteers for various reasons, with, with the exception of Paul, uh, you know, it, it, it was a waste really because it never happened you know um, I mean there is a volunteers network that you can get in part of that organize like rural skill courses and if we sort of not means tested but or, or sifted but if we then said yeah we, we have actually got a, a good core of a dozen volunteers here who, who you know will do it that might be one of the things that this money that's in there could be used for you know to, to give people training so they don't hack branches off that shouldn't be hacked off and things like that you know because um, as you say once it happens you know you can't go around and stick the thing back on can you you know yeah i think I mean, the size of the volunteer group's important yeah, yeah. yeah. i have a friend and they run a community wood at charming one yeah. of big wood yeah. and they've had some top awards yeah they've done some Not amazing things millennium wood yeah but didn't we do was it hockenhurst flats or something he's in there several times a week quite often yeah it's a fabulous wood, but yeah. I think they've but got again, about 30 nest boxes or something like yeah, that. Yeah. It is, it's fabulous. I mean, there are apple things coming up at the end of October mm. as well. Um, but, um, I mean, I'm very happy to, 
I mean, we've got a, an Overton and Five Crosses um, public meeting week on Thursday. And um, again, because it's in verging on that wall, yeah, yeah. Um, it might be something we can raise there. I mean, because I think we need to start putting a few feelers out as to who would be interested. Mm. Because, you know, I walk it at least mm. twice a week. And mm. um, I think there are a lot of people who do walk it who mm. would probably be interested. Yeah. Because it is, it's. You know, it's very. A lot of people talk about the tranquility and mm. how they like going down mm. there because it is so quiet. Well, I think the management plan. You know, I, I was pleased with the management plan because it is semi-Asian natural woodland. You know, and you don't want to go in there and do some, you know, something drastic. That's not what it's all about. You know, it's urban fringe woodland, and that's what you need to maintain. But I mean, volunteer groups. They can be varied so much as well. We used to use volunteers quite a lot, and. If I was organising an event on the Sandstone Trail, I'd maybe have 20 volunteers because that was vogue and sexy and nice, you know, the Sandstone Trail. But then the following week, if you were trying to get up to River Park in Ellesmere Port, you'd be lucky if you had two or three people coming along, you know, so... It, 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 I mean, obviously, from what Joe said, obviously, and he knows these people out and I haven't got a clue, but obviously that's what we that's what we want. That's what that should be our goal. Yeah. To get sort of twenty people like these people. So would it not be an idea to speak to to the people who run this and and, and how do you know how do they go about it? You know, it couldn't hurt, could it? You know. What no, I mean? I mean that's a great idea. When we started this friends group in in this other part of Chester which was not uh, what people think Chester is. You know, it's one of the big, big estates. And we were like, did a really bonkers idea and built a nature park in the middle of it. And, and thankfully it's still going to this day, like, you know, it's good. But we traveled up to uh, Shulver at Oldham and, and had a look at a group up there, you know, really, uh, really on the side of a, of a Lancashire hill, you know, in the clouds, and this yeah. group had done marvellous things yeah. up there, you know, and we, we took <coughs> a load of residents on a bus from Chester up to Shulver, you know, to talk to them and see what they were doing up I mean, there. And in that, a way, so. I find it disappointing that we didn't know about this. Mm. That to me spells, yeah. spells mm. volumes because it says that this was established mm. and everybody's mm. forgotten about it. Yeah. So We suddenly realise we're reinventing the wheel, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> and the fact that, you know, Graham Bondy must have set it, set it, set it up with all the right good mm. intentions and it quite empty fell by the wayside because I've been on this committee since, I can't remember, it must have been 2005, 2006, mm. and I can't remember this. No, it's, it is a shame, so, as you say. you know, I don't know what... Whether it what how I mean it says date of registration was October two thousand and three. Um, it would be interesting to know who else was involved in it. Mm. Um, well, Pennington must have been, mustn't he? I don't know. I honestly don't know who was involved in it. I don't know whether Frank was involved or whether he just. I mean, I've got a good memory for things that went on, so it doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that he was. Yeah, involved. this really group charming during late autumn, winter, spring. They'll be out cleaning all the unnecessary underground. Really deep on top of it. Do you think would they be willing to come and speak to us and tell us Probably. how they mm. I'll see yeah, my friend yeah. in Tarvin. I have to say I've got lots of friends in Tarvin um, who probably would come and tell yeah. us. Because again, I, I hate to say it, but I think it's symptomatic. I mean, you know, we do anything in Frodsham and trying to get people engagement. And it is difficult. Mm. I mean, politically. Yeah. You know, 
it, anything we try to do, it, mm. it's, try, it's how do we let people know. And I think we've got to try and get the message out there that these kind of things are the things we're trying to establish now. And who would be interested? That's why I think perhaps a mm. survey might We need to gauge it. interest. And, yes. And that would, yeah. I would suggest once we, if we do manage to gain some interest and there's people that want mm. to be involved, then maybe we sit down and discuss yeah. it with them and see if anybody's up for... Can, can we have some sort of recommendations on that? I'm not saying we need to move on because yeah, this yeah. is really... But, you know, so... the. Would would that suggested list be yes? We think a friend's idea, uh, friends of, is a good idea and maybe the best way to take it forward, because we're we're not really going to have the funding to you know bring in contractors to do all the work that we want to do in there, and then also it's going to be difficult to find contractors that would even be interested in, in coming in and doing it. So what we could do, which would be really see, simple and cheap um, and probably quite effective, is just laminate some cheap A4 notices, Yeah. put them at the entrances to Hob Hay, yeah. because the people who see it are the ones that use it, Yeah. Mm -hmm. asking if they're interested to contact yeah. the office and, yeah. Yeah. Then, no, no. and then we've got, either we'll get people or we won't, yeah. we don't yeah. get anything. Because if you can and go, on the, and go on the Facebook page, yeah. And, yeah. you know, let's try and, because yeah. having been involved now with the neighbourhood plan, um, I'm not going to use the Festival of Walks because the Festival of Walks, I think, we really did. It, yeah, it's, it's um, all jewel in the crown, isn't it? Really? Yeah, but we, we need to draw this interest, but trying to get people to have an interest. I, I'm not trying to pour oil on this or anything, but it, it's trying to stimulate this interest. Yeah, I mean, it's not being disrespectful. I know where you're coming from. It, it, it Frodium is just of that size and nature. Mm -hmm. If it was Croton, you know, it did it, be great it'd be because it's a tiny little village and everybody knows, you know, and that. But Frodium's just of that size and it's very transient, Frodium, isn't it? People come and go and, and things like that. And, and people are busy. And, you know, Paul and myself, we're only early. We're all busy, aren't we? You know, yeah. uh, it, it is difficult. I don't think it's that there's a more apathy in Frodium than anywhere else. You know, I think it's just... The size, I don't know. Well, yeah, when Anne started the, the group, yeah, one of the first big jobs we did was for uh, Jeff Warburton. Mm. Back at Goscroft Hall on Willows in the ditch. I think there were 16 of us there. Mm. And Anne had committed herself to a 10-year cycle. How yeah. many do that? Yeah, mm. yeah. The last 18 months, two years, it was only Anne and I. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I agree and with Caroline. I mean, you know, to me, they're, they're, you know, and, and again, obviously, like she said, she's the one that works the place more than probably a lot of us put together. Uh, and it's, it's those people that, you know, like, you know, that's why I think it's a brilliant idea going out there begging people to come and, you know, whatever the thing he said, you know. 70 odd percent of the people in Frodium don't even know where Hobhaven no, is. They, no. don't even, they don't care about it. They don't even know where it no, is. No, and again, again, it's not. It, yeah, it's, it, just, it's, it's just one of those things. It's not a criticism. Yeah, it's know. just one of those so things. So putting those posters up to good eye because it's just targeting the people actually yeah, using yeah. So, so put the people So, should we go, go, for, go for Paul's idea then? We'll also go for telling people what we want to do on social media and see what the reaction is. And take it from there, really. As I say, some of the to call people and just call the office then. Can't yeah. yeah. Say, so I'm I'm to go on the website, go on, you know, I, I give them every avenue of how we can mm. Mm. interact with the public. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, I know this is going out on the audio, but maybe we should make a point of the fact that we have discovered that the Friends of Group, you, yeah. you know, so a lot of the building blocks are already, already in place, there. aren't we? Yeah. You could mention the Mersey Forest input mm. into it with the management plan, you know, and the fact that they are supplying the constitution yeah. and that for us. So a lot of the, a lot of the ground and there's a small amount of funding there which could be used for training <coughs> as well, you know. Yeah. So yeah, we've got a lot going for us, mm. actually. As long as we don't fall into the trap of doing it on an ad hoc basis. No, no. And we have a constitution yeah, yeah. and it's backed by the Mercy Forest. Yeah, yeah. I, if I we agree. run into problems, you know, we can always call on them. Yeah, so you, yeah. How do we tackle it? Yeah. If you do half or maybe a dozen posters, I'm more than happy to go and put them up and then pick them up and again. Well, I've got any post well, states. I can actually put them up. Yeah. Well, I'll help you or something. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we can put them in the entrance and we can put them inside the wood, don't we? Yeah. Nail up to the chair. And, and if there's no interest, <laughs> you know, if there's no interest or negativity or whatever, then. We need to revisit it and, yeah, and look, way, look, yeah. look where else we can do it. You know, yeah. it is another way, but I think that's a few good little okay. yeah. things there. Because I think, shall, shall we try to get us somebody to come to our next meeting, either from um, the group in Tarvin or if they're not available? Another. I mean, I know that there's friends of Anderton and Marbury yeah. as well, which I think is quite well, strong. Yeah, I've got contacts on, on that group. So perhaps, just perhaps to get a local group. I'm just thinking of something that's the size of Hobhay, that's why I think Tarvin is better, because it's the same size of wood. Um, you know, when you start talking about Marbury and Marbury Park. Mm. Well, it's not far for them to come for the meeting, aren't Yeah. Um, and it, you know. That has been, say I said, Fog Foam, which <coughs> is the Friends of Anderton and Marbury. That is an amazing a successful group that some of the things that they've achieved they built like a, a massive new bandstand in yeah. Marbury I don't know whether you've yeah, been there recently yeah. well it's been there a couple of years oh, now and yeah. it's all done out of oak <coughs> and everything they just finished it when we yeah and all that's been funded through the efforts of, of the group you know they're absolutely amazing and nearly every day that there's something going on on Marbury part of that group you know it's absolutely amazing that May I just suggest when we ask these people to come, <coughs> if, they're, if they're reluctant only because of, of time constraints or whatever, um, as it's we that need them, would we can say we're, we're quite happy to come to you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Well, I'll see this friend of mine tomorrow, I think, yeah. so I'll put it to him. Yeah, <coughs> cash, yeah, come right. and take a couple of cars or yes. all that. Brilliant. That's positive. We've got a coach. <coughs> yeah, yeah, a minibus. <laughs> I wonder if it's a friend that I know. Is it somebody I know, I wonder? Sorry? I wonder if it's somebody I know. His name's John Price. Yeah. John Price? He's been, he's been involved with it right from the start. Yeah. yeah. John Price. Yeah, that's a bit of a name. Oh, that's my friend. I'm sure, yes. I think it's Bluefield Crescent. Yes. Okay, great stuff. Something really positive there, I think. Let's hope yep. that we do, uh, you know, get some interest from the from the town. Uh, so, item sixty-two then is Cheshire Sandstone Ridge to receive the notes of the twelfth of September workshop on the future of the Sandstone Ridge and consider the suggested actions in the.
call to action for the Town and Parish Councils of the Sandstone Ridge. Um, this was the meeting that was at Tarpoli, and I think we, both Caroline and myself, we said we'd try and get to that meeting. Unfortunately, I got stuck on the M62, and Caroline got waylaid as well. So neither of us, unfortunately, attended that meeting, which was a shame, but we both got held up at the last minute, if you know what I mean. You know, we didn't have a chance to uh, deputise, get, get some easy deputise for us. Yeah, it was a shame because Frogchamp is the beginning of the yes, yeah. beginning of the trail. Yeah. It's the, yeah. it's got the iconic yeah. uh, monument at the yeah. top of the yeah. hill and we're going through woodlands. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, the, I circulated to you, but I yeah. haven't copied um, more information than, than I have actually copied to you because I think there was a, a summary of the um, of that workshop. Um, but this call to action, though, are well, there are ten action points. They suggested that town and parish councils could consider, uh, with a couple of gaps for us to think of our own as well. But it did occur to me that there were some that that the whether whether I guess it's something fundamentally for the council, but perhaps that this committee might want to recommend. Um, for instance, um, talking about um, oh, yeah, brand yourself in your various communications as quote a sandstone ridge parish or a sandstone ridge town in our yeah. case. Um, and to use the Sandstone Ridge logo on, on our publications and, um, well, you've, you've got the whole list in front of you, but there's, they, think to, they seem to be things that perhaps might be for different committees to consider, but there would be things that Frodsham could, if we chose to, and taking on board what Tom was saying, that mm -hmm. we are at the gateway to mm -hmm. the trail, uh, that perhaps it, it's something <coughs> we could promote. A yeah, bit more yeah. I mean, Frodium has certain businesses that have sort of used something along the line of Frodium, the gateway to the Sandstone Trail. I have seen that, you know, in, in time gone by, I must admit. And some of the parishes like Bukley and Birdsley and places like that do, you know, very much advertise themselves as the Sandstone Trail parishes, don't they? If you look in the Chester Chronicle when it does the Parish Council reports, it says Sandstone Trail Parishes, you know, and, and that encompasses Beardsley and Bukley and places like that, you know. Um, when I was with Cheshire, you know, I, I used to be responsible for the trail and we had a guy, John Street, who, I don't know whether you, you, you used to come across John at all, he was the ranger for the whole of the trail, but John's retired now and unfortunately <coughs> the Sandstone Trail doesn't figure as highly in Cheshire West as it used to do in, um, in, in you know, uh, I coincidentally, I just stopped at the lights outside the pool and the Sandstone Trail Information Board there is starting to look really tired and things like that, you know, um, so that's maybe, you know, something yes. that we could, we could look at there, I don't know. It's quite an interesting book published a few years ago about it. Yeah, they published it to people in Helsby, wasn't it, the, the, the company? Well, the two people, I, I'm not sure the guy's name, Carl. Barbara Foxwell yeah, and Carl's, Manly Common. Yeah, Carl. I think the other's David or Carl yeah. Rogers, isn't it? Hmm? Carl, Carl Rogers. Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. Quite an interesting book. Mm. 
And the, the post office always has them, doesn't it? In yeah. yeah, I've got a copy. Yeah. yeah, I've got a copy. <laughs> and a later one, for Wells, isn't it? Mm. I mean, I had involvement with the, the obelisk outside of the, if you look in the book, it's me, although it's the guy pretending, it's me actually unveiling the, the thing, although I wasn't, you know, I had to not look because it had to be the, I can't remember who it was now who did that, but yeah, I mean, we, we spent a lot of money on, on that, having the tiles done and everything, and yeah, it almost seems to be forgotten about now, doesn't it, really, you know? And then I used to run, Lorraine and myself used to run that, you know, the Fire Service Sandstone Trail Challenge. We did that for 15 years where we had hundreds. And Ellsby Running Club now, uh, yeah. you know, but... <coughs> Very successful. Yeah, I mean, but that almost passes it's away. It's up in about a month. Yeah, oh yeah, you know, but that almost passes by without being noticed, that's maybe something well, else we could... I mean, I, I do it every year. I couldn't get on it last year, mm. but, you know, I've spoken to people on the coaches when you're going over to Witchers, and there's people stay over in hotels. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. it does generate money for yeah. the town. Yeah. But when we ran it, you know, we never had all this tea and biscuit, well, whatever they get no, down. He's, he's oh. A drink of him, tell them. Layers of it. Yeah. We had water, that's all. Yeah. One year somebody did pizzas. I got pizza coming out of, uh, you know, you come out of Delamere um, towards Manly. Oh, that was um, just Manly what Cole, I needed. Yeah, with about six yeah. miles to go. Yeah. Oh, I just got better than when I did it. So I did it three times with, with a five. Yeah, well, well, the guy Sam Short, who unfortunately yeah. passed away, Sam organised it. And it was dying to a certain extent because it was fire service only in yeah, those days. And then I opened it up to Cheshire County Council as well, you know, footing each camp if you like. And uh, we used to limit it to 250 every year, you know, and it was always fully subscribed. It was, you know. I think really it was 93 or 4 when I ran it. Uh, really upset me when I'm kind of thinking I'm doing all right, and then somebody says, Right, Paul, just legs past Yeah. <laughs> well, there was the likes of uh, Mario and people like that, you know, and we, we used to have trouble getting people to the next checkpoint because they were moving so fast because it was all a rolling thing yeah. where checkpoint one closed up and then became checkpoint three and things yeah. like that, you know, the same caravan. And uh, the likes of Mario and four the, hours and six minutes. Yeah, guy from Mickle Trafford. Um, 32 miles. Um, he, you know, again, because you could run it or walk it, you know, so you couldn't keep up with these, did, couldn't keep up with these guys like you. Know. I did six and three water. Did you? Gosh. Yeah. 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 Best yeah. I was ten. 63. Ten, ten oh, the first time I did it was, yeah, just after over ten. Yeah. So are we doing any of this then? We all sound really enthusiastic about the Sandstone Trail. We should do some of these things. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, one is to nominate a point of contact from within your council to liaise with the Sandstone Ridge Trust, which perhaps, if it was, go if you were going to have a council, it probably logically should be somebody from this committee. Yeah. Um, well, number three, invite somebody from the trust to come and talk at your meetings. We didn't get the opportunity to go, so maybe we should invite somebody and then move on it from there. Yeah, because, I mean, I... Being a bit of a hypocrite, really, I'm not quite sure exactly what you know what this committee is actually doing now and what their total remit is. So maybe a lazy way of doing it. But yeah, if somebody could come along and give us some meat on the bones, so to speak. I think that'd be a good place to start, wouldn't it? I mean, there's some easy ones here. You know, add the trust to the list of organisations on your website. I mean, we could do that. That's yeah. just yeah. a quick fix one, isn't that? So should, should we? 
identify which ones are the quick fixes. Yeah, we can sort of go um, around corner. Well, if we don't put that one on, we can, we'll have the link to their website, yeah. so that almost includes number one as well, doesn't it, really? Yeah. yeah. So Branding fortune. Mm -hmm. um, promote your own events and news on the Sandstone Ridge website, so anything that we think, mm -hmm. you know, like the festival, festival, yeah, the yeah. festival of walks. Mm -hmm. I mean, that one branding frodium, that's a big thing, isn't it? And I'm not sure whether that's, is that something we could do ourselves? Or whether we'd need more. I think that's a recommendation. We'd have to take that to main council. Yeah, you know, Frodium, the gateway to the Sandstone Ridge or something. That's a really big thing, isn't it? Because what we could do, uh, the way you come in to Frodium, and we've got the Frodium signs, that would be the kind of thing that we could have a titular sign on the bottom of it called yeah. Frodium, gateway to the Sandstone Ridge or something like yeah. that. But I think that's, that's a, as you say, it's something that's got to go to main council oh, yeah. because it's a big. It's a big thing, isn't it, that, you know, frogium suddenly yep. mm. becoming the gateway. Actually, have you had a picture somewhere along the early trail of it? Yeah, yeah. Is that something that you would want to make a recommendation to next council, or would you want to wait until you'd had the <coughs> presentation I, I from think, the... I think perhaps we should wait, because we only meet every other month now. I think we met last week, and it's, if we don't do it now, um, yeah. we will fall behind, so I yeah. think that's a recommendation yeah. that should go to main yeah. council. That we're going Personally, to I think that would look good, <coughs> yeah. Yeah. wouldn't so it? You know, right. Frodium, gateway to the sandstone. Yeah, yeah. Somebody will wind about how much it's going to cost. Do we know it's what not costing the, anything, it's just the logo. make a sign. Do we know what no, the logo Because that would be a load of men, don't they? Yeah, they're probably saying Whitchurch, gateway to the sandstone trail, and the sandstone yeah. ridge, you know. Oh, they came in years after mm, the, mm, the trail yeah. was established. When I did it, was Grindley Brook. Yeah, 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 we always used to start the challenge from Grindley Brook yeah. and then Queen's Park. Yeah. We extended it, well, Shropshire yeah. and Cheshire got together and extended it. And then it used to finish at the, uh, literally at the Memorial Gates, didn't it, the trail? It's short to this end, though. Yeah, yeah. And, and then they extended it down to the poor, like, you know, centre of the village. Mm. To be fair, I always because I always go train to Witchurch and then walk back this way. This way always feels like the end to me. Mm. Yes, yeah, I, I do. I think this is obviously. Mm. Yeah. I think we need to decide what you mean then by mm. a sign or. A, a well, no, it's the logo. I think what they're saying here is that you can brand yourself in all various communications as the Sandstone Ridge and use the Sandstone Ridge logo. So at the moment, all we're saying is that anything that we do is we have the logo, perhaps the logo on our website, the logo on our, um, our Facebook page. Oh, so you're not actually <coughs> saying put them actually on the Frodsham signs that when you... No, 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 just going off this action here. Oh, right, okay. Just I, think Alan, I think Alan is suggesting that as, as, as a follow-up. Yes, oh, right, follow yes but, but that would actually be something we asked a bigger audience, wouldn't yeah. it? Oh, yeah, because yeah. it is quite monumental. Really. Alan, that was a nice logo on the badge we got, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. I've yeah. still got that. Oh, right, yeah. You bring back some memories now, yeah. Very, very colourful. Yeah, it was. I'll bring it next time. Yeah, oh, yeah, brilliant. Nice to have. Uh, nice. I'll certificate. Uh, yeah, I've got some old badges from different things, but that's one I've not, uh, yeah, really it'd be nice. nice to see that again, yeah, yeah. That's one thing they don't get now. No, no. <coughs> Can we put that forward then, folks, as a recommendation to next council, yeah. as we seriously look at yeah. branding ourselves Frodium the Gateway to the Sandstone yeah. Ridge or something similar? Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, so the end to it. Well, so I was thinking. I'll propose. I'll propose it. Second, you know. Whichever you, whichever yeah. end you start. Are we okay with that, councillors? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's really exciting on that one. Yeah, yeah. I think it would look good, doesn't it? As a as an extra bar on those. Yeah. Yeah. Do Do you want to nominate someone as point of contact at this stage? Um, well, could we? Should we? You and I do it, yeah. and then you know. We'll talk, you know, and then. The, the chances of us both getting way laid again, hopefully, are quite remote, yeah. you know. But uh, what one of us, I'm sure, can 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 do it if that's okay. Should it be labelled the beginning or the start? Yeah, or the gate. Start. Well, I don't. Yeah. Well, that's why I said about Richard mm. because then that whole already got it. Mm. I'll, I'll try and find out what Richard thinks. And can you, point ten? I will take to the neighbourhood plan. Yeah. I think we've put, put quite a bit in anyway about it, but we'll do it as this. And, and do you want to invite someone then to your next meeting as well as somebody from the Friends of Group? That's number three, isn't it? Yes. That is number three, but I'm, I think people yeah, are I mean, if, if, if they're inviting us to invite, then they must have somebody in mm, place yeah. that's, that's travelling around, you know, selling mm -hmm. and selling yeah, themselves. Let's see if yeah. they're available, because yeah. what you could do is give them a list of when our meetings are yeah. and see which is convenient to them. Yeah. Yeah. Right, let's go. Okay. Can I move on then, folks? 63, item 63 is tree matters, and 63.1 to receive an update on the Howie Lane tree survey and agree any actions. At this point, I'd like to apologise <coughs> to Fran, actually, because I don't think you got invited to the meeting. We had a meeting on Howie Lane, and oh, I was also... reading it then, no, I didn't know yeah, um, and, and it was my sort of ideas because it was in a you know it's your ward anyway. I wouldn't worry about it Alan, I think I can live Right, it. okay, so uh, but I, I do apologise yeah, well, uh, for that and the, the Manly Road one which <laughs> I, I didn't realise hadn't gone out to a general invite. Sorry about that. Um, so yeah, um, as, as you know we we'd had um, sort of several not complaints but bringing to our attention if you like that some of the trees on Howie Lane are now starting to form an arbor and it's becoming quite dark and um, again I don't want to start wittering on about the same thing it's just another example of what I think is happening to Frodium in general is that boundaries are not being maintained mm. uh, and roads are closing Red Lane again is always my bugbear it's becoming like a, a country lane almost um, and I I, I don't want to be so totally hypocrite that I'm moaning about Red Lane and then finding that we're not putting our own house in order by looking after trees that we own. So that's really why I wanted to have a look at it. And Paul, Carolyn and myself met on, on Howie Lane. And I don't know whether, you, you know, this was just sort of notes from memory. I didn't yeah. make notes. Uh, you, you know, if, if, if you're in agreement with what I've put, that's great. If not, uh, basically, you, you know, then we can work on it. It's just that we had the meeting, we started up at the top by the church car park, there's a massive sweet chestnut 
that's one of the main problems there that's got bowels going out well into the middle of the road. Don't think that is ours at all. It's either on church land or right in the corner there, there's National Grid have got, uh, it's a gas, I think it's a gas installation, not uh, not electric. No. It's, uh, you know, so again, I'm surprised that they've not said something about it because it's got sort of vents and monitoring systems which are very, very close to the to, to, to the bows, you know, so that was one of the problems, so uh, that needs really maybe bringing to their attention or something, I, I don't well, know. Should, we, we, should just... we make a recommendation that a letter is sent to National Grid to say that we, yeah. as a council, have done a site visit and that um, we feel that they should perhaps yeah. visit it and yeah. have a look? Because, yeah. I mean, they've got duty of care, haven't they, yeah. over certain things and, you know, so they, they need to do that. Um, other, other trees then further down as you start to come down our lane towards the bad bend if you like uh, there, there's a multitude the hedges are bad there though aren't they yeah yeah they're, they're right over the road what we did discover there is because it's ne nothing's been done for a while there is actually a boundary wall there that I, I must admit I, I didn't really notice was there and it's very difficult to ascertain whether the trees are ours whether the Cheshire Wests or, or whatever, so I don't know how we go about it. I don't want this costing lots of money in that, but somebody needs to look at those boundaries to see exactly where our land finishes and where the highway starts. That's not passing the book. It, it, it's just determined whether they are ours or they're somebody else's, you know. I mean, uh, a lot of them are self-seeded, yeah. as we decided, um, because of where they were and mm. how they'd grown, wasn't it? So, the, the other thing that's happening there is that, that the branches are covering the street lights as well. I've, I've actually yes. had a ride down there in darkness again just to have a look and you might as well not have the street lights there, you True. know. No. So again, you, you know... Uh, but that surely is a highway. Well, if there are our trees, is it our responsibility? It comes back to us. You, you know, I don't know the actual highway law there, I must admit, so you're probably yeah. right if it's our property. Then yes, they speak. Demand that you cut them back. Right. And if they, if you don't do it, they will do it and charge you. Okay. Um, conclusion really is, as I've said, that we, I thought, you know, we need to establish who owns what and that. Um, we can then decide how we're going to deal with it. And the most cost-effective way on the roadway would be by uh, getting a company to come in with a moop or cherry picker. It would mean closing the road. Mm. But if they had to do each individual tree by climbing, it, it, it's going to cause insurmountable problems because the roads going to have to be closed for a long time. Whereas doing it from a cherry picker, you know, they, they could do that whole section in, in a couple of days or something like that, you know. Um, we could maybe share the costs because there's houses at the other side of the road that their trees are, are just as guilty. So it might be worth a large hedge as well. Yeah, approaching them and seeing whether they come in and share the costs at the same time. I think the feeling was when we had the site meeting is that if we did ours, somebody else, the other side has got to be done because otherwise you won't resolve the problem. No. You feel closed in just there as you drive yeah, up, don't yeah, you? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a tunnel, but by the same token, it, it keeps the sound down because the, mm. one of the complaints we've had is the noise of the traffic. So if we actually start yeah. taking things away, <coughs> it's, going to be noisy. it's going to be noisier. Yeah, yeah but I mean, if, it, <coughs> if it's left good height, we'll just cut back. Yeah. Well, that's what we. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
yeah, we've got to try and strike a balance, haven't we? To, to, you know, because you will always get people. It's like some people, you, you know, want trees there because it's a security barrier and a sound barrier, and then some people, the next door, they want them all clearing out because they want to see, you know, two hundred yards across church fields or something. They want to before the nested season next year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we. In a way, we're at the ideal time of the year now because everything's going to sleep, the leaves are coming off, so it's not as big a job. It's surprising trees in leaf are much more difficult. About five months. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, the, the other thing... I there, think that before we do anything like that, then we've got to establish who owns who the owns trees. I don't, we can't rush into this one. It's, it's going to be a big job <coughs> because <coughs> just shutting Harry Lane in itself is going to be... It certainly is. It's certainly not ever going to be done now, or it's never in a million years. And I think the biggest problem is it's finding out. It's exactly that, finding out who owns what. And yeah. I'm just coordinating it all. Yeah, yeah. It's going to take maybe 12 months, and mm. who is going to do it? It's mm. going to, because it needs somebody sitting on the phone talking to some, you know, whoever, ringing all these people up, trying to actually find mm. who owns what, mm. and who's going to do it. And, and, and people's reaction because mm, if exactly. uh, you know don't get me wrong again I'm not not being rude but if a land adjoining landholder <coughs> says I'm doing nothing we haven't got the power to do it it's then got to go to quack so no you know again that's another maybe three months six months that you know uh, so it, it's it's not easy but each year that goes by we've got another ten foot of problems you know it is a difficult one um, saying we, we may have to get permissions from, well we'd have to get permissions from Quack to, to put in for an order to close that road, that would have to go to Quack's planning committee, you know, to their highway committee, again it's not easy to close a road. Um, and also, I think you've answered the question, who has got the responsibility for clearing around the street lines, um, you know, because Quack put them there. Are they responsible? Maybe not. We are because you know it's a bit chicken and egg, isn't it? There. But it's, from a safety point of view, I would have said it was quack because it's highways mm. and they should keep their lights mm. clear. Mm. If a tree falls, I understand that mm. that you know they have powers mm. to come in and take it down and clear it and then recharge mm. the landowner. But because it's a a, a lamp, mm. I think it's they put the lamp there mm. and it's. And if it's yeah. not doing the job it should be doing. No. I mean, so years ago it would have never been allowed to get this big and it would have been cut back. But because of you know, the situation with finances, quack as with every council now, including ourselves to a certain extent, we're, we're reactive now, not proactive, aren't we? We're only doing something when it, it needs doing rather than a regular programme. I'm this week working for an adjoining uh, local authority and they've just halved their sort of tree and street maintenance staff, you know, and uh, so only half the things are going to get done, you know, it's as simple as that, but um, that, that's the world, isn't it, you know? It isn't just lights, though, is it? It's signs, isn't it? How many signs you don't see them no, because, of, because no. they've just covered it, up? It's sight lines when you're pulling out yeah. the junctions. As I say, I, I had to have a little talking to myself a while ago because I was getting quite emotive and that, you know, uh, about just the fact that Frodium or Britain in general, and don't get me wrong, I love trees and I'll fight the corner all the time, but they've got to be managed, you, you know. I sometimes wonder all these tens of thousands of trees that they're putting in on the Mersey Gateway, 
you know, in 40 years, 50 he's years time, he's going to be looking after them. We seem a little bit obsessed sometimes in this country with trees. You know, I've spent quite a bit of time in France and their roadsides and everything are fantastic. You know, instead of having rows of trees, you've got flowers and, you know, but they seem to spend hundred times more money on roads. Well, when you look along these new stretches of roads, you know, they're about that far apart. Yeah. And they start to bush out a bit. Yeah. The yeah. catch pops for blinking litter yeah, after a yeah, stop. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I sometimes question the habitat value. I know a lot of them are done for noise barriers and, and things like that, you know, but uh, anyway, um, so moving on. Some of the branches that are across the road have got stress cracks in them as well. They're showing signs of becoming too long and heavy because they're fighting for the light, you know, so it's a bit between a rock and a hard place here or a tree in a hard place, in the, you know, do we wait till something falls in the road and, and then do something about Not it? Not like Bambi Yeah, man, yeah. Well, <laughs> um, that's it, isn't it? I mean, just falling <coughs> in the road would be a good thing in a way because it makes somebody get off on their backsides and mm. actually do something. Unfortunately, it might not just fall in the road, it might fall on someone's car. Exactly, exactly. Again, it's due to your care, isn't it? Yeah. And you might be asked. Do um, you need somebody to come and say, this tree is dangerous, and if so, we will have to take it down mm. immediately. Yeah, I mean, but it's it's what is dangerous, isn't it? I well, I think you put it on there. We need to establish the borders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't do anything until that's done. Yeah, and and the other thing is the other side of these trees. <coughs> you know, that branches over onto church fields, which. If, if we're then going to do the roadside, it would be really sensible to do the church field side as well, because if we don't, we're, we're unbalancing the trees anyway, so they could end up just, you know, end up falling on church fields anyway. So you're looking at twice the job, because you've not only got the roadside, you've got church field side as well, you know, it's a, it's a big job. But anyway, that I, I, I don't know what your feelings are, you, you two that were there with me, you know, is that a pretty... Yeah, I think that the priority is to establish who owns what. Um, look at the land registry and just see whose is what. Cheshire West used to do cut, cut all the way along that road, Yeah. around church fields. They used to keep, when you kind of got a bit too bushy out the side, yeah. they used to go along with the mow, they had flail, cut, on, cut it all. They don't seem to be doing that. <coughs> no, there's there's very little boundary management done now, you know. Could we should ask them to do it? It's not going to hurt, is it? No. says no. But there's probably us and a million people every day that are doing <coughs> it, you know. it's. Uh, I mean, Cheshire's policy years ago was, well, we'll do it and then it's done, you know, rather than relying, it was the same with footpaths, wasn't it? Mm. Rather than relying on landowners to maintain footpaths, we, we used can to I, go in and... Can, is that a proposal? Because I'll second it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah, I think we write to Cheshire West Highways and say that um, we would like the work to be done. Yeah. Yeah, and but, see... Uh, but meanwhile, we'll, we'll actually... We'll see what their reaction is on, yeah. on that, yeah. Okay, okay. so... You're proposal. Using the lights yeah. as a... As yeah, yeah. yeah. Have they already been looked and said it's not dangerous though? Mm. I'm not sure whether their tree officer did actually come out, but as I say, he's probably got 10, 10 cases a day that he's yeah, looking at. It's, 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 it's on the last minute. I mean, right. we're going to turn around and say, yeah, it is ours, but we're not doing it. So mm. then we're, we're back to square one. Mm. Yes, they certainly, they certainly did come out. I was going to happen, 
I just don't think it can hurt to ask. We're not going to lose anything by asking. No, the Harry Lane thing was all about the driving, oh, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Sorry? It was all about the driving and the carving yes. and all that. It wasn't yeah. about the trees, was it? No, but then we did have one resident who well, did raise it, didn't trees, it? About yeah, they, they, they were happy about the trees. Because that's, what, that's what sort of preempted this meeting. Um, do, do, you know, we had the presentation the other day on, on woodland, uh, the other week, sorry, on, on the woodland strategy and tree strategy. And I remember saying, you know, what's the score on roadside trees? And they did say that a strategy was either coming out or was out and that. Would it, would it be any good asking Quack to come along and, and talk about that? Do you think? Do you know what? Or is this something that we could ask the member? Yes. The sh um, sure. sure. Yes. She's going to do salt works, isn't she? Yeah. She so why don't we tag that on? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just that specific one or a general concern about trees and branches and boundaries in general? <laughs> <laughs> I won't let it go, I'm sorry. I'm a bit like a... Can you sort the whole project well, Harry Lane's the one that's causing the major issue. Yeah, yeah. And, and with me, Red Lane as well. You know, again, I was going up there before and there was a big truck coming down and I had to stop because we couldn't pass. And, you know, I'm not driving a bus, I'm only driving a relatively big car, but, but not, not, you know. And I think sooner or later there's going to be something nasty. Well, that whole hedgerow is impinging yeah. on the highway. Yeah. Well, to be fair, she's, she's done everything she said she was right. going to do down at Saltworks. The hedges have been done and it looks much tidier. So, um, I mean, shall I speak? I'll speak to Mally and Judith about it because yeah. they seem to yeah. be um, communicating quite well with Council Short. Yeah. Um, and request that. A visit be made to Howie Lane then maybe next time she's yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. I'm and quite happy to meet her. Getting you involved, Caroline? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. Right, I'll speak to them. Okay. Great stuff. Okay. Move on then. Uh, Sixty-three point two is to receive an update on the Manly Road Cop site and agree any actions. And again, Fran, we did this straight after, so apologies again that. Uh, so that's on the reverse. And it's on the other side there to save paper. Yeah, well, Paul mentioned that he cut it beginning of September. Well, I cut it about three days ago. Oh, right, right. Excellent. Excellent. It's growing like that, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <coughs> so, you know, the meeting really was just ad hoc and it was, we were in the area almost. So, um, it's, it's approximately six months now, isn't it, after the trees went and everything. Um, and as I said here, the repairs to the boundary fence and the excellent repairs to the bench, it was so nice to see that. Looks pretty good, right? Oh, yes, it looks was. very good. You, you know, it, and it, that, that paint <coughs> is standing up much better yeah. than that weather shield type Yeah, one. it does give, a, you know, the phrase I used, it does give a, a recovering rather than abandoned sort of picture to the site, I think, really, you know. What did you use? Um, I think the last stuff was... Um, Saladin. Uh, Saddling. Saddling. Saddling, yeah. Um, but the other stuff where they say it lasts for five years, oh, 
absolute rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. But it looks, you know, it looks as good as when I did it, really. Um, the practice, as I say, best intentions, people planting conifers in there and all sorts of things, that's ceased. There's a bit of evidence of fly tipping, if you could call it that, where some you know, garden rubbish and things like that has, has been put in the hedge line. That's historical, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's quite, you know, but it's, uh, that needs sort of... Yeah, I have a couple of bottles, yeah. um, I mean, we, we really had a bit of a brainstorming session, didn't we, about, it, you know, and I was quite keen to say that they were only brainstorming ideas, you know, they weren't uh, anything concrete. Um, whether we need to do a bit of a sort of formal entrance because it's still a bit of a gap in a hedge, isn't it? Well, Paul's still got the gate, haven't you? I've, well, I've got a new gate in the cemetery. Yeah. It's not the mm -hmm. gate. Yeah. Um, one idea I had, because there is a pavement there, but it's a bit blind. You can imagine kids running out of there or something like that yeah. straight into the road and they had an idea of what, almost like moving the entrance back a bit to make a bit of a refuge area. And we've got that metal fencing down Ship Street that's asking to go somewhere. I don't know whether that would be in keeping or out of keeping to put some wings in there to, to bring the entrance in a bit. I, I don't know. As I say, it was only a, a brain, you know, just mad ideas, really. It's never had it before, has it? Um. I think a lot of people never, except local people, didn't It's had a proper gate on it. Yeah, no, no, that's what I'm saying. It's never had the... No, no. no. no I'm just thinking, well, once they get through that gate, they could still run the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, all I just like to say, I mean, don't, you know, go over the top that you think hundreds of people will use that. No, you no. You know what I mean? And it'd be a shame if we, we turned it into something that it never has been, wouldn't no. it? Because it's always been something that local people respect and... Well, I thought myself that the, the grass area looked quite nice. Oh, yeah. I do, I think yeah. Maybe the trees could go on where the... Chipping to roll yeah, along. Yeah. That's, I think, what we, we yeah. Yeah. thought. I don't know what Tom thinks about. I thought shorter trees would be maybe uh, rowan. Yeah. Don't yeah. grow too high. Yeah. yeah, and something with berries. Wild on cherry, trees. maybe. Yeah, Gian as well, yeah. These are not all many. Not many. Yeah. No. No, to, you know, so that, you know, space not tight. Um, Can I just ask, please, was there any any um, decisions or did you think, you know, where it drops right down at the back, you know, because that's right next to the boundary of the James house there, isn't it? I just wondered, well, I know it's a bit difficult because it's a really slope here, isn't it? You know, is there anything, you know, we did talk about building it up with something, I'm not quite sure, but, um, Yeah, I mean... I mean, do you think it needs doing it or something? I'm no, I'm no ex. I'm just well, remembering you know, remember the original meeting. We've got the fences at the back there, haven't we? So you can't really build up against that. Can you? Uh, oh no, you, no, you'd have no. to build a, a like a, a retaining wall. That's the yeah. person behind her, isn't it? Mm. Onto the mm. side of her. I don't. I mean, obviously, I'd, I'm just thinking about the you know the meeting we had with them, you know, and I know, you know, I just it was one of the subjects for us. Yeah. Well. To give it more privacy. Uh, well, I don't really know. I just think it just—it's not. There's no definite end, is there? And it is a bit. It's quite dangerous, is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm right. not going to go. Yeah, I mean, we could plant it up with shrubs or something there, so it makes a shrub barrier, yeah, couldn't yeah, we? Yeah. Or 
Well, most of it's got holly around that yeah. area, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, say, because I've not been down to that bit for a long time. So holly would be a good choice because yeah. it'd be we good from... We actually got to the fence, though, didn't we? Oh, yeah, you can walk all the way along. But planting it up with holly, it'd be good for privacy. It's an evergreen, so it's not as if it's going to open itself up in the winter, is it? Yeah, the top of the bank, I think that'd be much better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what we lost at the back there is nothing, is it? It's yeah. not I mean, when you think of people going along the top of the hill along that sandstone with about yeah. a 40 foot drop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the hedge still needs gapping, and I thought, you know, you could put red hawthorn in, which I'm told is a better habitat than, uh, you, you know, normal hawthorn. If you that like. hailed, you know, from when they dropped a tree years ago. Ah, right. They dropped it straight through the hedge. Ah, right. Um, yeah, thinking about um, letting it grow tall and then laying it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the hedge would look nice laid, yeah. wouldn't it? Would it be in a, a rose? The only side thing is, then you have got quite a long time where it's not the height that you'd like it to be. Because mm. it would be quite small, wouldn't it? Yeah. Some people would be looking Yeah, but let it grow tall. Yeah. A couple of years' time. Um, other things, sort of brainstorming, was taking some of the holly out because the holly is going a bit wild in places. Yeah. It's self-seeding. Well, we take it out to where it is. Yeah, and, and it's just on the fence. It sticks, yeah. which they're going to get so high and then they're literally going to just fall over anyway. And then they'll start sending vertical suckers and it will turn into a nightmare, you know. Um, one thing we thought really there was getting the people involved. Uh, and, and would cure some of the problems on there, uh, like getting rid of uh, some of the fly tipping, if you like, is is branches, brush, and things like that. For about eighty-five, ninety pound, you can hire a trap chipper, which would go in there. It'd be a good community event because you know feeding a chipper, it's something that people can do, you know, and it is an event that attracts interest and a, you, you know. Uh, it's um, one at a time, but with a little bit of supervision. People love it because it is a hands-on thing, and I think it might be a nice little community event there. And you know, you can get a trap chipper delivered and collected for about eighty-five, ninety pound a day plus your diesel. You know, so it's not a massive amount of money. That might be something, and that would also, from a management point of view, it'd get rid of all that brash that's dumped in the hedge lines. The holly that we take down, everything like that, you know, it's, uh, it, it, it could be uh, used. And it could even be blown, you know, over that little hump, you know, built up a little bit there without touching the fence so that it's not going to rot the fence or anything. Do you think we should put a sign up saying no fly tipping? Just to well, there's not really been any. I think people have sat on the bench and chucked cans a couple of times. When I stripped it, mm. I had about five or six cans and bottles. Well, um, I think that's only happened. You didn't used to find that. No, is that's that more than I've ever found. I, I, think, I think it's fly tipping is the wrong phrase to use. A lot of it is where people have maybe managed their boundaries and, and they've presented us with, the, with, with, with what's yeah. come from that, you know. In all the time I've looked at that were involved in it. I think yeah, it has There's never been much there. No. Yeah. Um, but I think we need to make the point that it's not there for people to dump their garden waste on. No. 
Well, I just think it's just to make the point that we have noticed that it's been done and that going forward, because it's going to now cost us money to buy a chipper to start getting rid of it. And, you know, if we want it to be nice, we want, you know, if we're going to tidy it up, we need it to be kept nice. And that people, you know, shouldn't mm. be putting. Mm. Why should people put their garden? Never had there had any. Hmm? Well, there's quite a bit there now. I know well, that's off the place itself. Oh right. So. Oh, is it? I mean, where do you put it? Oh, so that's. If I, if I, if I do any sort of cutting on the hedge of that, I can't put it anywhere. No, no. Right. Well, we, we need to clear that. No, I've, I've never, ever known anyone to no. dump garden rubbish in there. Never. It's come from there, then. No, it's not since I've been here. Like, so. no. mm -hmm. It's just we we did notice it, didn't we? It's we just did. all the way along the fence. Yeah. Well, well I mean, we think do... about it logically when Joe goes around, is it, where, where's he, what's he supposed to do with the, the brush that he cuts off? Mm. So, you know, he can't. Like, well, and the other thing is, you see, when I do outside the, the, the hedge, and you cut underneath, that's a mixture of um, petals, grass, everything. So when it's all churned up with this with a strimmer and put there, it looks like garden refuse, probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we thought it was conifer trees, didn't we? And well, was, those were the ones we took down that people had planted. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the trees, they're totally yeah. different. That's yeah, one of them. Well, one of them's quite sizable. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> I mean, it wouldn't have survived anyway at this time of year because it had no root ball with it or anything. <laughs> yeah. so it kind of like for needing water. I think the next bit has sort of been already answered, you know, planting minimal trees to retain the cops. Uh, you know, uh, again, with, with silver characteristics that, you know, suited to the site. So again, I think we've, we've named yeah. some, Tom and yourself have named, you know, like Rowan's and uh, Gia, you know, wild, wild cherries. I think what we, one of the things we talked about last time was the possibility of applying for a tree pack from the Woodland Trust and the most appropriate one I think that they offer, which will be free, is uh, 10 silver birch, 10 Rowan and 10 wild cherry. Yeah. Well, then your birch trees are your, no. well, again, they're your pioneer trees, see, they, they nurse the rest, so we'd put them in, but then in 20 years' time, 25 years' time, they won't come out, but that wouldn't be a, a massive job, you know. And they keel over sometimes. Yeah, and they sell seed like mad as well, especially in sandy, sandy yeah. soil. Very nice, mind you. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, bird cherry. Is, is another beautiful And they're good for the birds, of course. Yeah, the little park on Fountain Lane, if anybody notices in the spring there, there's two bird cherry on there, and they're absolutely Lovely, glorious yeah. when they're in, mm. in yeah. blossom, you know. So anything like that, nothing exotic, you know, and no larch and <laughs> things like that, which... Well, can, can I just, sorry, can I just... Sorry, ask, go for ahead, what, what you. just said. Sorry, was there, those trees, were, were they, are they, what, they something that the they, wood, they would give us? have oh, a right. offer free oh, trees to schools and communities, and they are Perfect. defined packs, so you can't okay. say, oh, come oh, yeah, on, three of those yeah, and swap right. this for that. And for different sizes of... What size are they offering? Are they whips, or are they standards, do they actually say? Whips, excuse me, if you already know whips, you're looking at stuff. Yeah, 
this big standard, you're looking at like one and a half meter. Because if this, if the whips added expense there will be spiral rabbit guards, which is not a massive amount. But if the standards, then we're going to have to buy tree ties and, and uh, stakes. I thought we'd discuss this. I don't know. There's a lot. Well, if there's still I think what you decided on the last time was that you would right. consider the hill, you know, that the sand trust. Sorry. I think you just decided, like Carolyn said, did we discuss it? It was yeah. discussed, but I think what I minuted was that you said, yes, we'll consider it when we decide what we want to do. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't have to buy the crowd and the stakes, there's loads on Woodland Trust. They want to get rid of them. Oh, right. Well, there was. Yeah, they're still there. there. I, I mean, I think 30 trees in there would probably be too many, but that's not going to be hard and fast as to where we plant them. I'm sure we could. No. Mm, we, we, some down in Marsh. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, let's buy yeah and again, that would be a good uh, little little volunteer event, planting yeah. those as well, you know. Do so. the chipping on the same day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm assuming we've got contact details for all the residents that were involved in that meeting. So we when we had the site meeting there, we had quite a good attendance. I mean, you know, Fran, you, you sort of know the, the householders there and that, don't you? Uh, only Rachel, yeah. 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 Well, you know, her kitchen yeah. was... <laughs> yeah, she was very, very... Uh, and Jane, I've known Jane yeah. since school. But the ground uh, situation on the hedgeland at Manly Cox, it's not a very good uh, situation for trying to plant. I don't know what Tom would think you've had to look at it. Uh, <coughs> is that where that new fence has gone But it's been yeah. hot a bit, because mm. dries out as good as anything. There are areas, you know, which are constantly damp and there are areas which are dry. So, you know, you can go mm. down and take a choice. But I think it is isn't one of them though. When you plant trees, I don't care where they are, you need, you need the, like if planting anything, you've got to water it for at least a few weeks, mm. you? if not months, if not years. Yeah. I have planted on things in the hedge which you've taken. Mm. I mean, another way of doing it is, is to overplant. Yep. And then you save up on what's called beating up, where you, you know you don't have to go. So you know you you overplant by fifty percent, and that allows for natural, uh, you know, death. So you know I don't and know. So the competing. Yeah. Control. And and finally, the last thing was you know the boundary. There's been a new boundary fence put in now at the top, which is you know an expensive fence. It's very functional, but it's a little bit stark. And I wondered whether. You know, we'd want to put a new hedge line in there. Oh, against Rachel's fence. Yeah, and maybe whether we could yeah. plant beech and holly mix, which again is nice, you know, for all year round. Um, I don't know what your feelings on that are. I thought by planting beech, it's almost retaining the fact that beech were in there. So obviously beech will grow in them conditions, sort of thing. You'd have to be kept at a certain height. Yeah, um, but beech edges are quite easy to maintain. I think know. I would prefer to see trees because it's called manly cops. Yes, yeah, yeah. And let's get the trees in first, yeah. and then decide because that fence is going to weather. Yeah, yeah. And um, once you put a beech hedge in. We've then got to maintain it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it might be worthwhile talking to Rachel and just it might be like her worst nightmare planting a lot more beach in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right next to a yeah, yeah. Just out of politeness it might be. Yeah. They may want access to that outside. <coughs> yeah, to paint it and maintain it yeah. and that as well, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of rubbish grows along there as well, you know, brambles and metals mm -hmm. and 
Yeah, yeah, so it might be really high out. Yeah, yeah. I think the priority is to get some more trees. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so, so can I just get some clarification as to what you want the office to do? Do you want us to get prices for getting contractor in to do this work that you that you suggested and for <coughs> which were? No, I think no? We're, we're planning on doing this sort of net so mill, we doing do it ourselves. Yeah. Um, you know, we could hire a chipper in and, and you know, have a residence event on there, try plant the trees on the same day because, it's, yeah. you know, so it, it lasts. And if um, they didn't turn up, I mean, only take two or three of us. That's right, yeah. we could, you know, almost like the Ship Street uh, yeah. uh, sort of venture, wasn't it, yeah. where we had quite a group of people come and then they gradually disappeared and we, we kept going, you know. Um, so, so can we go through these bullet points and, dis and decide? Yeah, I mean, these, these were really only just <coughs> brainstorming ideas, you know, they're not hard and fast no. by any means. I mean, you can bin them all or, or use them all. Which well, can we not use it as a work programme? I mean, let's yeah. prioritise. We don't need it all to be done at once. Right. Well, let's go through them one at a time then. Establishing a formal entrance, do we think that's not... Well, that's not quite. Uh, no, no, it's not a non-runner that really, yeah. isn't it? Well, yeah, I think we really, we will, when it's all planted and done, then we go and have another look and say, well, no, actually, the, the, it'd look better there or there. We've got, we can, you, that one yeah. is, is for a yeah. long time, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Plus, we might need to get equipment in there and that. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 We want to, yeah. yeah. Uh, planting gaps in the hedge. <coughs> that's yeah. something we can do, isn't it? Yeah. So we were talking about layering yeah. it. We're going to get that pack of uh, trees. Yeah, but we need we need hedgerow. We, we, we need widths for the hedge. Yeah. Get, let do it. We're going to layer the whole thing. I don't think we can at the moment. So no, it's, no not, it's, it's not. It's not high enough. Not tall enough. No, because you need to bleach over so it. it so yeah. how 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 many red hawthorn do you think you'd need? I don't know to be how honest with you. Not that much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's cheap anyway. Yeah. 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 I mean, they don't have to be red hawthorn. It was just I know that yeah. they're supposed to be much better habitat wise than, than normal. Well, that, that's to blank, uh, go in that gap where I put a fence. Yeah. 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 And then there's another gap. Well, why yeah. don't we try ordinary hawthorn to begin with? Yeah. Again, what you do, you zig you'd zigzag them. You plant two rows and you zigzag them. That's how you do so that you get the wind. And blackthorn as well is good. Yeah, yeah. As long as I don't have to cut it. <laughs> so, so are we saying? Yeah, no, it's not. I mean, it gets a very early blossom, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. So, so why don't we just get hawthorn? Yes, get some hawthorn whips. So so when you go whips. down from Shepherd's houses onto the hill, yeah, I think it's the last hedge, barring the one against the hill, goes to the left. Right. Years ago, the farmer, and he's the only farmer I've ever known in this area, who's planted a good, and it's a long hedge. And he planted this hawthorn hedge, and I think he fenced it along the Mickle, shore. Mickledale. It's beautiful. Mickledale. Perfect. Is it Lower Mickledale? Mickledale, that is. Yeah. Whereabouts are you? When you go down from Shepherd's Houses yes. onto the hill. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's where you start to go through the gate at the bottom. The new start. gate. Mm. Yeah, well, I think it's the hedge immediately on the left, going that way. As you're walking down, it's on your left. Oh, and it's a long one, it's a long field. Yeah, there's a lot of barbed wire. And he planted that himself. Yeah, but there's a lot of barbed wire there now. Years ago. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
Okay, um, so yeah, we'll plant the hedge up. That's quite yeah. a simple. Once you know, not now, but once everything's gone to sleep, we'll get some thorn quicks and, and plant yeah. and get that planted. Uh, the only reason, sorry, that I'm asking. No, this sorry, now, Frank, no, 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 please don't no, apologise. Just, I, I, I just got to get it right. So what I'm trying to say is, while we're on this, can we 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 find out how many we need, how much they're going to cost? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Rather than in a few months' time, then we've done unless we're going back to this. If we if we if we're going to do these, can can we actually do? Well, hawthorn whips are very okay, yeah. a reasonably okay. cheap. Aren't Get forty, forty hawthorn whips. So you would say we want forty, and we're not we're yeah, just ordinary hawthorn or red hawthorn. Are we mixing them? Either. Ordinary ones will be cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, no, that's what we, we yeah. always use. But would my and if you put some blackthorn in as well, say a dozen blackthorn, and say three dozen hawthorn, that'll do. Okay. And that'll look great. Have you got that, Liz? Did you yeah. get that? Can so we price that up, and I know it, it's not Tony Penny's, but yeah. yeah. So we can try Morris, Kelso. Yeah. Thank you. I just want to clarify. Morris tends to. Do all Tom am I right in saying Morris suppliers with most no, of our trees, don't they? You know, they're very good as well. You know, Morris, don't they? It's a good establishment, it's local again. You know? Yeah, I can pick them up from there. Yeah. Um, removing the holly, again, that's not a big job, yeah, is it? Done you know, on the day that's, yeah, that's something that could be done on the volunteer the day, isn't it? Yeah. Um, hiring the chipper, do you that's think? Volunteer day. Yeah, you know, I'm sure we've got enough there that we could. You, you know, keep it busy for a couple of hours or something like that. And as I say, it's a good hands-on event for volunteers. You know, you, they, they normally people enjoy the fact that they're chipping something. You know, so. Um, Could I suggest that we leave that till perhaps January, yeah, January time, yeah, because yeah. I think it's going to start yeah. to run up. Now. There's there's a company that I I know of at Moor that you know would, would do as one for about eighty five pound delivered and collected and all we'd have to do it it, it comes full of diesel and it has to go over that's well worth it yeah yeah, yeah. it's a timber wolf trap chipper so you can get it in and up and yeah. wherever you want you know um, okay uh, planting the trees shall we go ahead then and definitely put say to the woodland trust yes we want these Absolutely. 30 trees yeah Okay. But we're planning to receive them in time to do it in the January. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. right in the middle of the dormant. What's the lead time on doing that? I don't know at all, no. but I will find out. Uh, and we also, if, if a couple is, you, we need to find out. We don't already know what size trees those are. Yeah. Whether the whips, I suspect, are not going to give us thirty standards because yeah. you know you're talking a lot of money. Um, so if the whips, we need thirty spiral rabbit guards. Yeah. If no, they are standards, say, then I'd say no to rabbit guards. No. Unless you can prove that you've got rabbits. Yeah. Because down in Hobbywood, we put rabbit guards round, and what tends to happen is the ants come along and build up the soil. Oh, right. And then you've okay. got against the yeah. bark. Yeah, okay. Um, but if they are standards, we're going to need stakes and ties. Um, Again. Yes, if they, well, no, they're in the hedge. So. Okay. No, these, no, these, are these, are hedge. these are going to be around the cops. Oh, yes, sorry. And yes. well, we were going full yeah. tilt at the Woodland Trust. Yes. Yeah. Three of us planted hundreds, mm -hmm. and they were all whips. Yeah, yeah. Yes. 
It's it's not clear. It's not entirely clear from this, but it looks as though the. I mean, I don't know what those are, but the whips. Yeah, I didn't they're think we'd be spending be giving away yeah. thirty standards. You know, that's and now some of them are twenty foot high. Okay, uh, so we'll go ahead and place that order with the Woodland Trust for a <coughs> in January. Uh, and really, I think we don't need a boundary hedge, do we? We're probably yeah. planting no. problems for the for the future. Anything so, else that? Sorry, Liz. So, so all of this, what we're aiming for is to get prices and to get things in hand, yeah. for, with a view to doing all the work one day. Yeah, and, a nice big vo volunteer day, or yeah. you, you know, uh, councillors get rid of your cobwebs uh, day as well. Maybe if we don't get any volunteers. Um, I used to do raw ears over raw head on uh, the day after Boxing Day, and that used to be well attended. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything else that you know people think, Joe? I mean, it's your it's your area in a way to a certain extent. Well, from what I've heard tonight, I think it's a big good consensus of what's going. Right, but if there is anything else, you know, that you think well, would, would be fitting in there, as I, I mean, say, I've thought for a long time. You know, I'd love to have a chip right? Yeah, yeah. Great. Should we just let the residents know that we've got a plan? Yeah, yeah, and and I think they'll they'll be pleased as well, you know, because um, I think it was good that we had that meeting out there and we mm. said, look, we are going to leave it alone for six months, but simply we're not abandoning it, you know. Which is good on the timeline. We're now telling that within what three four months. We'll yeah, there's yeah. one item. Gary, <coughs> his firm did the steel work. Oh yes. He mentioned he was a bit worried about a tree right near the entrance. Right. But I'm not sure what he's on about. I don't know. I don't know about that. We didn't notice anything, did no. we? Well, no. Again, would it be something that, um, you, you know, I mean, there was absolutely splendid effort that Gary and his employer sort of did, wasn't it? So I think maybe it'd be a good idea if we asked, asked them as well and involved them as well. Well, I've got his phone number. Great stuff. Okay. But that's yeah. not the tree in on Orland, is it? I don't think it's I'm not sure. Either. No, I think it's no. near the engine of it, but it's not in Orland. In the garden. But that's the one he's on about. Yeah. yeah. He said something about the way it's growing. Yeah. I can take the notes of yeah. the thing just to talk with the community. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. Great story. Yeah. Okay, so um, 63.3 then, to review the 209 commemorative trees policy and consider a request from the World War I commemorative group to commemorate the centenary of the Zeebrugge campaign on the 23rd of April 2018. Um, commemorative trees policy? I'm not too familiar, I must admit, with what the commemorative oh, tree policy yeah, was. So, yeah. um, this was in the days when the, this group was called Trees and their Environs. Right. Yeah. To put, so, Basically, the main objective of the policy was to provide trees in memory of a person or to celebrate an anniversary or other special events. So what's being asked by the World War I commemorative group would be ring-fenced in that, wouldn't it? Because it says it's for special events. Mm -hmm. um, 
Yeah, and we read it as a flood from supply to subscribers. I don't quite understand what's being asked for. Mm. Are they saying asking for permission to plant, to adopt a tree or to plant a tree? I think they would like to plant, plant a tree. Plant a tree in, in memory, or to commemorate the centenary of the zebra. Well, I'm quite happy with yeah. that. But if, but if, well, I think they're asking us to, they, I think Pammy is saying, well, I know you had this previous policy that probably most of the rest of us have got, no, I didn't ever know. Um, and that therefore they would like to apply for permission to plant one, but because the way the policy is written in such a way as to say, well, you know, there are limited opportunities, so um, I think she's leaving it to us to say where it could be. And if they can't plant one, then could they? Um, could they um, dedicate one? But I mean, maybe there's an opportunity. Yeah, it's with the timing fits in. I mean, just what it says there, doesn't it? You know, when uh, you know there is a there is a much better chance of being selected to proceed with the commemorative tree if the subscriber chooses to adopt a tree rather than trying to plant one. I mean, this was only done in 2009. It's not like it was a million years ago. No. I mean, it all still makes pretty sense to me. I don't know what the 20 quid would be, but. Um, but certainly, if you know, I mean, this is coming. If they're happy to wait till all the time, when does it, it have to be? Does it April 2018? So, oh, well, there you go, then, so it fits quite nicely, mm. you know. Um, I mean, they'd be happy to adopt a, a whip, then, <laughs> <laughs> or they might want to see something actually a bit more yeah. substantial. Well, I mean, if, if that's the case and they want to buy the tree, if it, do they want a commemorative plaque? As ah, well? no. Just had a thought, Park Lane. There's those two oh, cherry yeah. trees that I was talking about, and that might tie in with the fact that we've had a, a request to put uh, a sort of uh, plaque on there in, in memory of the firefighters who, who served at the old D2 station there across the road. So I wonder if they'd be interested in adopting well, one of those cherry idea. trees. Yeah. You know, because they are sizable. Yeah, the same tree. Lot like going to be too and, excited about it. And when are they asking again? April. Yeah. That's sort of when that tree would okay. almost yeah. be in full yeah. blossom, yes. wouldn't it? Yeah. So it might tie in nicely. And it's so better it's, than planting them. Yeah, yeah. At that time of because it's not. Yeah, you know, even a wood, even a standard's not maybe not going to blossom, is it, for a yeah. few years? No. Sort of thing. Should, shall we? Shall we put that to them? Yes, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, I think that is a very good idea. Do you wish to? I'm sorry, just just in, interrupting. I, I'm sure there wouldn't be any, you know, from the residents group or, or anything like that. Anything adverse over that? I think they would, you, you know, welcome that. Well, but could you take it back to the residents? I'll, I'll take it back to also we Matt should Mark and, um, yeah. and uh, Pat. Pat, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, sorry. So it's just more generally um, whether you want to continue to have this commemorative tree policy in general because it's something I think that's fallen into disuse. But if we have it, it's kind of implying to members of the public that they can approach us to request a commemorative tree for a loved one. Really? No, it's planting. There's nowhere we can plant them, no. but they can adopt one. Yeah. And some of those on 
yeah. main street have yeah. been adopted. Yeah. But there was not our trees. I mean, but this this actually says that. It, it, I mean, it, it's, yes. this is what I'm saying. We should keep this. It it, it, says, it says exactly all that. Yeah. If if the, if the U.S. the council and they've got the land and you've got the tree and they've got somewhere for you to put it, basically, yes, you can have it. But if they haven't, then you can adopt the tree. Yeah. I mean, that's basically all that's saying. And I think yes, we. I don't. I don't think you should ever turn anybody away for asking. No. I don't think anybody... No, I, I, I would like to see it remain there. I mean, it doesn't yeah. have to be nailed to the wall and advertised, but it's there exactly. if anybody does come along. So, so and all these trees in memory of people can become very emotive. Mm. And, and uh, uh, the Landscape Trust, uh, prior to John Gittins' days, years ago, <coughs> when Peter Moore, Major Peter Moore, ran it, they actively uh, encouraged it and that, uh, you know... <coughs> That did become a problem yeah, because exactly. it, it, it had too much of an uptake. But but I think this in the background, it, it, it's nice if anybody does. Absolutely, I'm not saying yeah. advertise. Uh, no, I, I think that's yeah, yeah. I, I agree entirely with that. You know, they can't turn around and say, well, it was just that committee they didn't. They said no, and you said yes, no. That's that's it. Yeah. It's like so, having a, a box the other way. So. So if I just um, revise the trees and the environments committee to say that the environment yeah, committee is re-updated on the whatever it's cost off the bottom because it just seems pointless. I don't know what's that. I don't That's probably administrative, you know, so twenty quid. Yeah, I forget that. Yeah. Yeah, I would strike that. It's a bit how long is a piece of string again, isn't it? I'm using that phrase about too much. And we must have. Because it's in the commemorative book, we should have um, sheets produced. Ah, right. And these are really works of art. This is the book that's kept here that anybody can yes. have a yes. look at. Yeah. Yeah. So that perhaps that's the twenty pounds then, because somebody if somebody has to produce yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to say that initially we started by asking the the local school, the high school in Frodsham to do the art section mm. and they produced the first ones. Right. Now whether Helsby High School um, there are there's not many of these going to be produced. Mm. Um, and this one is for the the nine hundredth anniversary of Doomsday. <laughs> An English oak was planted in the parish churchyard. Um, this one is to commemorate the marriage of Prince Charles and Lady Diane Spencer in July 1981. And <coughs> a good cherry tree was donated by the Frenchman Society. Where's that one? Where's that one planted? In Castle Park. Yeah. Yeah. And we could do it those days. Yeah, I mean, the historical records, you know, the sort of thing oh, that should go into the community. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we've got time to sort that, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and you could... also like to have one for the camps. Oh, yes. Tree yeah, as well. The designer of the farm. Yes. yes. Yeah. Has that been planted yet, Tom? No, no. I'm hoping to put that on. It's not on the agenda, but I'm hoping to squeeze it in, if I may. Okay. Um, Okay, so you'll contact Pammy and the, yes. the, the committee yeah. and suggest that, you know, 
it, it could tie in nicely. Sorry, could I please just say one other thing? Yes. Yeah. Going back to the tree um, rules and regulations for <laughs> um, If people want, if they specifically want something in Castle Park, they don't come to us, they mm -hmm. go to Cheshire West because Castle Park is not under our jurisdiction. No, yes, no. Yeah. And it's just, it's well, just prolonging things, isn't it, <laughs> by going around the houses? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll put, point in put, put that in there, yeah. yeah. just a bullet point. Yeah, yeah. great stuff. Okay. Okay. Do you want to take uh, Tom's item under tree matters? Yeah, community orchards then. 60. Well, that's sorry. What Tom said he wanted Oh, to sorry, yeah. Yeah. Kemp's. yeah. Kemp's tree, yeah. Kemp's tree is. On order with Murray's, it's um, Lynn Riley has offered to pay for it, and we've got permission from Quack to plant it in Castle Park, and I've been in touch with the, the guy in charge, the local guy, <coughs> and we've decided exactly where it's going to go. It's opposite the Dawn Redwood. All right. Can you remind me again which which tree species it is? It's a Korean fella. Of course, yeah, yes. I remember that. Thanks for that. That's a good outcome actually, because it has been a bit frayed round the edges, bringing all that together, hasn't it? With it being Castle Park mm. and things yeah. like that, you know. So that's good. So, so also, it'll be an evergreen. Yeah. Most of the trees in the park in that area. Or the city was. Well, yeah. Yeah. So the only thing that's outstanding is who's going to plant it. Well, I think. What said the mayor was going to do it? Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, if Lynn's paying for it, should oh. she be given first refusal? Well, Lynn paying for it as a quax paying for it, so. It's coming out of her. Thing. Yeah, it's coming out of her budget, so maybe she should be. Given first, I mean, I don't mind, don't get me wrong, but I don't yes. want to seem as though yeah, we're, we're not contributing to it and then coming in heavy handed and, and planting it. You know, yeah. I mean, no disrespect, it, it, it's not well, our land and question. it's being paid yeah. for by district councillors, so I think the district councillor has probably got first bagsy on planting yeah. it, haven't they, really? So, so Tom also mentioned that you would like it recorded in the book, so is that something that under your new yes. revised policy committee that you would like to agree to? Um, to what, any trees that are planted in, in? No, to this particular Kemp Memorial tree being recorded in our, in our um, commemorative tree book. Well, we're seeing which that. is what Tom oh, yeah. has asked for as mm. part of our as part of the whole well, Are all the trees that are planted in Castle Park in our commemorative book? No, it's only commemorative trees, yeah, which go into the book. Yeah. And it, it gives a little story about why it's been planted. Mm -hmm. And it's because Kemp, you know, it's 200 mm -hmm. uh, anniversary of his birth and all that. Yeah, I, I think what Fran's saying is, is it is it only trees on our land that's in the book, yeah, or is it yeah. everybody's? Well, it can't because once it yeah, it's like covers. a bigger story of Rodium, isn't it? In a way, yeah. the policy covers the planting of trees by well by FTCs says on their land or any public open space with the governing authority's permission. Right, and the adoption of trees in such public places. So with the with the exception of the fact that. 
strictly, I suppose it's not us that are planting it, but it does cover other public land as well. Yes, okay. It's up, up to you. So are we happy for it to go in? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Great stuff. <coughs> <coughs> Liz, can, can you get in touch with um, no. Okay, yeah. When, when would, what's the sort of time? Well, it'll be sometime in November. November, okay. I'll contact her for you, yeah. Okay. Do you want these as a... Okay, please. To take, or to show? Thank you. Yes, I'll, I'll let you have them back, Tom. But yeah. No, I don't need them. Oh, okay. Oh, I copied right. I'm with you now. Oh, excuse yes. me. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, <coughs> incidentally, we've got uh, all those trees are on the CD which I gave to Linda Brown. Okay, uh, community orchards then, so the, uh, to receive an update on the Ship Street Community Garden and a group <coughs> reaction. Yes, I think you, at the last meeting you asked uh, us to get a prize for, um, well, I'll tell you what the prize I've got is yeah. for anyway, to supply and grade out the soil on the community garden and, um, and the, the initial quote is and to lay turf to create a manageable grass area as requested and that quote is £385 plus VAT. We did go back and say well how much would it be if it was seeded rather than turfed and that reduced its cost by £100. They turfed the other one. <coughs> Same so what uh, what area are you talking about? I mean, well, you know where all the, the beds were? Yeah. I mean, you can't tell because of all the grass growing, isn't it? But mm. it's all up and down. It's for the SLA, really, for the maintenance after. <coughs> if we don't, oh, no matter what trees we plant in there, if it's not level, they're not going to get the... No, it's, it's not. <coughs> well, in fact, it's probably worse now than the grass is over because it is you really can't see. Their ankle And there's all that mound still in one corner. Um, the ivy and everything, they probably level all that, you see. Right. Saving it saves the money, but we can't do that until next... Sorry. Uh, yeah. um, I, I think that seems quite a reasonable quote, actually, for yeah, the area that we're having done. I don't and know if you do the same job as he did, same company, and then so it's the same job as he did on the other part, then yeah. it should be all right, mm. yep. Which one part? The other one, the other the fire station. Oh, sorry. They did that as well, so. yeah. And that was well, really rough ground, wasn't it? Yeah. Amazingly, I put some grass seed down, I think it was last year. This time of the year, it does it actually. Yeah, sort of April and September are the best times yeah. for. But yeah. I don't yeah. think we're too late, I think. When mm. could they do it? You think you're going with the seeding? Sorry? You think you're going with the seeding? Yeah. 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 Um, I don't think that was a real, for all that, I don't think it's a bad Come price. and level it all, go thing it and turf it. Yeah. I would definitely go for the turf, yeah. Because we have the other bit turf. Mm. Well, it's instant then, isn't it? Yeah. The only trouble is with the turfing is that somebody's got to go and water it. If you put turf We in. didn't on the last one. No. I don't know. No. We're going into the right time of year, really. Yeah, this time of year, it's going to rain. Yeah. I thought we were going to... Yeah. It's just that seeding is, you can just scatter the seed and... The grass is going to start slowing down now, mm. I think. So you won't be able to do it till 
March, April next year. Well, if it's turf, we can get the trees in. And uh, these are on order for um, the last six weeks of this year. Right, okay. Do you remember when he turfed the last bit, the other bit? About a time of year, no, I think. Uh, I can't remember. What month was it, Tom? I don't know. When did, we put, when did you first start planting the trees? The other bit. Um, I can't remember. Well, that would have been... Uh, no, this time of year, wouldn't it? Really? Yes, we were. We, it was well established yeah. when we planted, yeah, planted the trees. So that uh, must have been down in late summer, the latest. Yeah. Do we need to vote on either or? Yeah, I mean, can we just have the two prices again? Like, if you would, <laughs> okay, uh, it's... So the two with turfing, it's £385 plus VAT, and for seeding, it's £285 plus VAT. I mean, the turfing price, if, if it's a reasonable that's area, that's, it's not even day rate, that. No. Um, it's almost day rate plus the throwing the turf in for free. Yeah. So I personally would vote for And that's turf. definitely for levelling it as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just like a what they'll do, they'll come in with a, a big Howard mm. rotivator, you know, and really, and then roll it, I should imagine. Yeah. Well, I think they reckon grass only stops growing when it gets below five degrees. Mm. Certainly true of my back wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, personally, I would go for turf, but I'm well, open to then, isn't it? the other councillors' views. For the same turf. 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 Well, could, could we, could, I hate to say it, but could we ask the question as to when they would do the work? I think they'd do it almost well, as soon as they, they can fit it in, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, say, I mean they're going to be idlands within the next couple of weeks yeah. now because I mean, all the grass So it's grows. definitely imminent, it's not oh. leaving it till next spring. Oh, no. No, no. no. Oh, no. before Christmas. Yeah. Because, you know, they, all the grass cutting's coming to an end yeah. now, isn't it? So they're looking for, for other Things work anyway. Do, yeah. So are we are we voting for turf? turf yeah. Okay, great. We'll go for that price on the turf. If I could just sneak one in as Tom did on the previous one here, we've just missed an opportunity, unfortunately, on Ship Street through no fault of anybody's really. <coughs> you, you may be aware that there's been some stuff circulating on on uh, social media that the fire station in Frodium is now becoming the centre for the training for the apprentice firefighters. And part of the prerequisite for these apprentice firefighters is they've got to do a Prince's Trust scheme. And they came to us really only towards the middle of last week asking for projects. Um, and that would have been ideal. But they wanted to start Monday, yesterday. yesterday. And by the time we'd have got insurances and, and all other things sorted out, it would have been too late. But they were offering to supply materials and that, so it was a wasted opportunity, which fortunately the community centre have managed to secure them and they're building a footpath oh, for the community centre or repairing a footpath or something. But one of the suggestions I made there, which may have been a bit bonkers, I don't know, was this community herb uh, raised bed with herbs in that I'd seen in Sandbach. And they'd said that would have been ideal. They could have supplied the sleepers and, 
and everything. You know, they said they've got people on the team that have got expertise in gardening and yeah. landscaping and that. You know, so it was a pity, really. Um, I tried to get them to postpone it until after this meeting. I actually invited them to this meeting tonight as well if they could have attended, but it was just too short notice. So uh, a missed opportunity there, but the community centre, uh, you, you know, have seen on it. Um, I don't know whether that, you know, is dry in the water, you know, in the water or whatever about a, a herb garden there, you know, I don't know. Well, once uh, it's all levelled yeah. and the grass is on there and it's yeah. going to be cut. You could maybe revisit it, couldn't The we? trees and are the trees planted or whatever. Yeah. 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 And you can decide. Because we were thinking one. about soft fruits as well, weren't we? Because there's some... Yeah, well, I think those ones in the middle will have to go anyway. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You'll have I to think, rethink I think where you, to put them. Last time, the number of trees that you asked Tom to order was reduced to leave room yeah, for yeah, the herbs yeah, and the soft yeah, fruits yeah, so yeah. you right. haven't Tom, precluded no, that. No, Tom, Tom did a plant didn't he of yeah. the trees and again um, you know I want it made so that it can be managed quite easily and gaps between the trees and that you know so I think that was a good compromise with the numbers with Tom. Okay. So basically it's just down alongside yeah. the, uh, the hedge yeah. of um, yeah. the regular it's looking good. I mean, you, you know, finding a home for the for everything yeah. off there as well is down to pull. You know, so. Can we just quickly ask: Is the fence still up? Yes. So well, that's the fence. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's obviously got to go before these guys come no, in. No, well, it doesn't necessarily. Doesn't it? No, that's fine. Just no. asking. It's the boundary for doing the work, really. Isn't mm. it? Yeah. 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 No, I mean, if it, if it does ever need to come out, uh, you know, I have got. I, I can store that. Yeah. you know, in Frodium yeah, until it's ready to be used somewhere else used again. It, yeah. I, I was even thinking the parkland <coughs> scheme, I believe they're, they're having two benches or something facing, I think that's the same fence, so you might need, some of it might be used there yeah. to make yeah. a, 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 again, I don't know what you would call it, a lay-by. Yeah. Yeah. That size and everything, you just wouldn't get it. No, no. No, it's really good. It's great, it matches three things. Yeah, yeah so with these trees, I've got the scouts lined up. Okay. I've got <laughs> Mersey Forest has offered to come and plant, because it wants to pay yeah. for it. Yeah, that's um, excellent. And there's another group, small group. So the quicker we get this done, because you can't do it until the turfing is done. It'd be really good though, because... Yeah. You, you know, really it's uh, a lot of effort gone into it, hasn't it? Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Um, 65 rights of main maintenance, rights of way maintenance. Even. <coughs> well, it's got any issues. Sorry, it's got tree sorry. item. No, I'm sorry. You may not want to record this, but it's. Well, we are because it's on uh, audio. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> right, okay. So, rights of way maintenance to discuss any issues and agree actions. Anything that anybody. Did we ever uh, have any result from that footpath 26 that they wanted to close? No, because they, have, they said that they would be starting the formal process on that sometime in October and then they will write to us again, so we haven't had anything. Just for the tape, this was the one at rear of Heathercliff, wasn't it? Yeah. On, uh, front of Heathercliff. Front of Heathercliff, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, it's Is not it? actually at the Heathercliff, <coughs> it's before that. It's the, up the 
entrance road to the Hemicliff and it goes off to the right. Okay. Yeah, an interesting thing about that is that if you come from Belmont Road, past Heathercliff, go down to Simon's Lane, but in reality you can't go from there down to the Manley Road because that short stretch is private road. Yeah. It's been pointed out to me and I thought about it myself. If that was allocated either permissive route, people can come on Belmont Road and watch go to the caves or that direction and officially go down that road. Which I've done. Mm. I hold my hands up. Historically, well, I... When I was looking for Footpath 26, the part across the field, which is not there, really, there's so many people walking backwards and forwards up there anyway. Yeah, but I was with a walking group at one time and a guy stopped his car and he said to me, do you realise this is a private road and you shouldn't be on it? Yeah. Well, I don't know whether relatives changed hands since then. But I thought, it's well, changed hands several times. Because mm. yeah. mm. obviously that, the, the lower part of the road from the old coach house is officially a footpath at the yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be a complicated one, isn't it? That one? You know, it's in the hands of... Uh, but I put on my old long-hand version and said, I doubt if this footpath is any longer viable. But I think when I walked it, I don't think I could find them well. I think there's a tree trunk or something around the location. Who wants to get rid of it? The people who are in Hanicle, I presume. I don't know. Who it is, don't know. Must be the one who owns that ground. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. Don't you remember? We saw the name. I think there was an address it's on the application. They found it, saw the address, and yeah. it seemed to be slightly it was remote. Oh, remote, but I mean, they may have some connection with the land, oh, but no, they. No, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I don't think they. They probably got the horses on there. <coughs> yeah. oh, could be. There's always horses been on there, I think. Yeah, there's stables on there. Right. Okay. okay, are we any other rights of way issues? Um, there's just please? the issue that Ginny asked me to draw yes. your attention, um, which is about Brassy Lane, which if you remember we didn't oh, talk yes. about before, and we requested a finger post to be put at the, at, a, at, the, at the angle there where it was missing, and I had had um, confirmation for Cheshire West that they had that in hand. Ginny is now saying... And I, I said to her, oh, is that what it's about? Because, you know, had that, I've been progressing that. She said, I understand Hoverforce have placed a large banner obstructing or part obstructing the public right of way, but I haven't seen it for myself yet. Please let councillors know. Interestingly enough, it provides the distraction from the motorway that I believe the police were concerned about and hence request a consideration of a move from the previous site and then again and then she says again I haven't seen this sign so I can't confirm it. Do you know what I saw that today while I was driving on the motorway and it well, didn't distract me but I noticed it. Um, Could I suggest that it's raised with the Cheshire West um, footpath guy, mm -hmm. I can't remember his name, yeah. Yeah. it's a new guy. Have they, put, have they put the sign there yet? I don't know whether they've done it. He said he was raising an order, but... Gosh, it must be six months ago when they promised that. <coughs> well, we could... We well, could. I had an email from him on the 2nd of August uh, saying um, that he... 
that he was going to make you. Which, which guy? Which one was that? Is that the new guy? Yeah. Because there's been a change. He's taking over from Richard Ankers. Yes. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Pete Atkinson, is it? Yes, Pete Atkinson. Pete Atkinson. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll contact him. They could have done it ourselves in an hour. So maybe if we, little two-pronged attack there, if we ask, can we have an update on whether the, the, the sign or the waymark has gone in, and then just maybe draw mm. his attention to uh, Ginny's letter there, yes. that there may be other things happening there as well. It might be with that might be worth trouble to with Neil as well though if it, they think if the police aren't happy with these things because it's a, yeah people are driving on the motorway and suddenly I don't I mean I did again I don't know but it might be worth it. I must admit I don't use that I, I don't oh. use that section of motorway. Uh, there's a, there's a bit of a hedge along that road though in between so I don't think the vision from the motorway is all that good. Right. I don't know. I think it, give it to the footpath people because they, they're very much on the case of what's going on down there. Yeah, okay. Because it was definitely raising okay. reactions with them. Yeah. Well, Neil's in a week tomorrow, so if yeah. okay, I'll mention yeah, it to him in there if I don't see him. Mention it to him, Okay, any. Just, just quickly, yes, please. Right. A ages and ages ago, um, Clyde, uh, Morris, his name is, but not Paul. Um, Sorry, Liz on Howie Lane uh, contacted me about the little path that goes from Howie Lane that comes out by. What do Well, Paul and I went and had a look at it because I was, I mean, it didn't look that bad to me. And the, our main concern, really, Paul said he, there was a bit of um, brash and stuff and everything, but yeah. I, and you did it, didn't you? Right. Yeah. But our main concern we, was, the, was the hedge on the, sorry, the fence. The fence. The chain link fence, I mean it is in a bit of a mess, but it's a long story short, but basically it's just to let you know that I wasn't sure that the, 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 the Mr. Morris who I've been talking to, he wasn't happy to talk to the lady who owns the land, you know that lovely little paddock that's there, and it, where, where, the, where the, the chain link fence is, well anyway, um, Chris Faulkner from Dunham Hill, he actually does a garden for and I've been talking to Chris, so he's, he said no, she's very approachable, lovely lady, and she said there's anything wrong the fence because it'll deal with it. So it was just basically, because I never got around to sort of saying it for whatever reason last time, and I wasn't at the last meeting, so it was just to say it's a sort of, it's an ongoing thing, but I'm hoping to get this fence. It is a bit of a day, it is dangerous. Yeah, it is sticking out. I, is I did go, we came down there after yeah, the trot. You know, there was fences sticking out on that 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's never done, I mean, Chris can't, he's been doing a garden a long time and he can't remember when it was, you know, it's been there a long time, so yeah, he does want sorting out, so it was just that really, that's all. Okay. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Um, 66 then on the agenda, uh, litter picking, to receive an update on the last events and the reactions. That's yours, Tom. Um, so <coughs> the last event was a little bit disappointing. It was myself and Caroline, Ginny, and one volunteer, Ronnie, uh, who joined us. Um, the weather was atrocious on that day again, although, to be fair, we did miss the rain, but all that morning, up until the time it, uh, till we got there, it was not great. Um, I don't know, I mean, it was put out there, it was in Frodge of Life and uh, various things, but we didn't get, to be fair, actually, I did get interest from people prior to it, 
but they just didn't turn up. This is a weather problem. I mean, I must admit, we couldn't make it because we were elsewhere, unfortunately, out of the county. Well, between now, I'm pretty much solid up until December now, my diary. So the proposed one, next one, is 9th or 10th of December anyway. So I'm thinking rather than Saturday morning, it's well, our... Okay, I can't just... Yeah, can't so I'm thinking either the Saturday afternoon or the Sunday afternoon mm -hmm. um, and see if that makes a difference. And plus we've got, <coughs> got two months of putting it out there and yeah. promoting it. So I don't know if anybody here has any preference for either the Saturday or the no, Sunday. No, you know, I, I, I don't think maybe because of just the moment. I'm not getting all the time. A little bit of a follow-on from that is that um, one of the spots that we've, you know, is is bad spot is the tunnel when you come through the tunnel from the back of the Queens, you know, and then on well, that's, where we, that's where we did yeah. quite um, fully actually. Although behind the fencing, right, well, there's a bit there which it's we can't get to. Yeah, well, what Liz and myself just had a quick visit to that the other day, and Liz took some photographs of it. Yeah, some green plastic fencing. Yeah, yeah, you and can't get to it. No, well, what? Well, I'll, I'll let Liz fill, fill you in. Well, I just I contacted the the. Um, People who do the best kept station award invited Alan to the for an event uh, in the new year. So I just took the opportunity to say to him, "Can you recommend um, some people for me to contact and network around?" So he's given me a couple of names. Oh, okay, good. So uh, what I thought I would do, I mean, it's a it's a long shot, but to see if. Well, if we fix on the date for the next one, if I can see if they would either do something to coordinate with it and just do it themselves, or alternatively give our volunteers access and supervise them from a health and safety point of view while they're with the other side of the fence in order to, to do it. Okay. Um, wearing my boundary hat again. <laughs> We also noticed that that you know what we used to call the cinder trap that runs <coughs> you know down onto opposite the the Fountain Lane Park that is closing over terribly. That's again. Uh, I, I was going to go and do that as well. Well, uh, again, we we were saying you know can we get network rail to do that because the trees are all on their land. We suggested again on one of the litter picks whether we could also veer off slightly and do that on the litter pick. <coughs> it's Cheshire West's footpath, but it's not going to get done. It's all trees though, aren't they? Are they? Yeah. We planted them, did we? I believe so. Ah, oh. right. That was a bad move. Right. <laughs> okay. It should be full of rats that year. Go and do Well, it, it, we as residents on Park Lane and that, every time you walked up there, you, it was like the M1 with rats. And, and give uh, Network Rail their due, they came in and, and really blitzed that and we've never had... So they did those little tunnels? Yeah, you, you know, it, it was a big problem. They're still but, in there actually, those. But the other side, the school, well, not the school, what was the school, that gets full of litter, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. We, did, we did that. Yeah. But again, where trees are closing over really badly again, that is, is Albany Terrace. End, isn't it? Yeah, the end of yeah, Albany yeah. Terrace, where it's on what I call Ambrose Care Park, you know. Well, what, was, uh, what was interesting on the litter pick, we got a lot of 
complete one pint beer glasses, <laughs> yeah. didn't we? Which took them back down to Queen's. All took yeah. back down to the Queen's. Um, but there was, oh, I mean, you could see where people parked and emptied their ashtrays, ash come rubbish out, you know, contact lens containers and heaven knows what else. Yeah. It's, it's a pity well, something. That, sorry, sorry, that, no. sorry, but that no, that Martin guy was his name. What else? Surprised he didn't come. Oh, he, he turned up and he didn't know about it. So I've got his number now. I so I'm going to ask him. Okay, and I see Martin. Yeah. I used to get packs of buy himself. <laughs> yeah, never been delivered. Yeah. Because he was the guy who stopped you all around the other day. Yeah. Week. Yeah. yeah. So what I thought I could perhaps do because it's going to be two months before this date where I'm free to that weekend. I'll go on Facebook, see if I can find, get some interest in where he's doing. Um, because, I mean, it wasn't that bad, was it? I think we got yeah. maybe three or four bags, four yeah. or five bags, maybe. Compared with the massive pile we did the <coughs> first time, it was much, much yeah, better. But I think Martin's covering that area <coughs> quite extensively. It's a pity we couldn't do something on, you know, in, in the area in general, isn't it? Because although we're only litter picking, You've got all that, um, is it Japanese knotweed or Himalayan balsam? I can't remember which now. Japanese knotweed. Yeah, you know, and, and then it's where you cross that car park onto that gully. It's just a muddy uh, sort of pattern. That's a pity something couldn't be done in general there, isn't it? But <coughs> well, it's just private land, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you know, it's a shame. It's not a footpath, is it? Really? It's yeah. not, it's just yeah. a desire line, isn't yeah. it? But it's used. You Do know, we know who owns that? Well, it's a bit of a rat run, isn't it? It's a shortcut through. It is. Do we know who owns that car park? Or oh, as it is now? I don't know. I know well, what Hanbury's it was, though. Because at one time, well, they had a completely change of opinion there because. Up until relatively recently, if they caught you on there, you were clamped to yeah. you, and then they opened the gates and well, welcomed that, yeah, everybody this, in. This has been the controversy about it, hasn't mm. it? Because there wasn't the gates were, were been locked for ages, then mm. they were unlocked, and then they were locked over. And what they were doing was unlocking them, and then people were still parking there, and then but then they'd come, put the signs up, and go in and clamp. Oh, right, it, right. You know, people had no chance to read the signs, but anyway. Yeah, so what I thought I'd do is I'd just go out on Facebook, find yeah. out where people are going to do with this next environment meeting, I'll confirm where it's going to be, yeah. and then confirm the time and everything on the day. So, so those old ranging branches, uh, that's, <coughs> all, yeah, that's going to be sorted. Yeah, I'll, I'll just cross them back to the fence. Yeah, yeah, great stuff, thanks for that. Well, I didn't realise they were our dreams. I'll so, yeah. <coughs> Could you just quickly yes, answer the fact to that uh, bunny run? <coughs> 1991, I wrote towards the end of it, the path is not very long and is fairly narrow due to the perimeter fences of the individual properties controlling its width and direction. Right. 1991. 1991. Mm. So it's not a new development. No, it's not after all, is it? No. Excuse oh. me, Alan. Sorry, I'm going to have to run. I've got. Um, I'm taking over at nine. I should have done. All right. No problem. So, Thank you sorry, very much. Sorry, everybody. Right. Okay. Pass by. Yes, we're, we're almost there, folks. Uh, item 67 is the River Weaver Navigation Society. As you know, Paul's been uh, representing us on that committee, and then due to work commitments, I said I would step in until Paul's available again. Well, it's not his work; it's, it's actually my daughter's. Of course, training, of course, of course, of course, isn't it? So yeah. I can't make yeah. Wednesday. No, that's fine. 
Um, just a little update on that. I, I actually had the chance to talk to quite a few members of this society because Lorraine and myself, uh, and myself were invited to the Winsford Salt Fair. Uh, and part of that on Friday night was the regatta on the River Weaver in Winsford. And to be honest with you, we, we thought we would just go in there to look at these. And we ended up getting taken up the, the, the Weaver on one of these narrowboats by this society. Great bunch and then there was a buffy laid on in the local pub. So, I, to coin a phrase, I, I got a lot of chance to uh, do a lot of networking with yeah. them. And, sorry? Sorry. Oh, they, they, you know, and they're very keen. You know, as Paul has said, to involve Frodium. Uh, they're, they're quite a big, sort of influential, powerful society, they really. Control you know. substantial funds, yes. got a massive membership, um, and the committee is extremely active. Yeah. And to be fair, it seems to get a lot of them. Yeah. A lot of it revolves around um, the Frodium lock. Yeah, what they're trying to do is link Northwich to Frodium um, to make it a through fair with the. With the, with the waterway. Mm. Um, we never found out about whether that farmer officially owns that ground, did we? I got that information you sent um, <coughs> through the old map. Yes, yeah, so I forwarded that on to them and posted that to them. So hopefully they'll use that. There's no them. doubt that it was bought by the Weaver Navigation. Mm. And the total cost was just over 10000 for the buying and cutting the cut. But yeah, they, you, you know, even when this lock does get sorted and, and, you know, they're keen to encourage more people, they were saying there's 40 miles of bank sort of between Northwich and Frodium when you look at it in, in actual river bank and things like that that's available uh, and very little being utilised, exploited, monopolised, call it whatever you want. So they're very, very keen to, uh, as you say, bring Frodium under their wing almost. And you know some some big big ideas that they would have had for you know developing things along the river and that. So, so. Yeah, I have to say that I walk <coughs> that length of the river a lot and go through to Warburton Wood and Devil's Garden, and um, it, it is quite actively used. Mm. But there was a tree down, and trying to find somebody to take ownership. Um, of removing the tree because what people were doing were going up the banking and back down to try and get round it and it was an absolute disaster waiting to happen somebody sliding down anyway um, just after Catton Hall you go into the wood and probably a quarter of a mile it was across the path it was very noticeable because you did have to you either had to go underneath Climb over. Yeah, it's, it's collapsed very close. Not, it's quite a drop to the river there, isn't it? It is. And the, there's the path in a lot of places is actually giving way. At the end of that, where you start to come out onto the green. To the Devil's Garden. Down below, still resting in the water, was one of the original gates. You know, they were, they were um, an unusual gate. Yeah. They weren't squares, they were sort of like that. Mm. And they swung too when they were pushed open. They swing two on their own where they were weighted. Right. And on the other side, if you know where to look, you can still find, I think, two of the original sandstone troughs that they water the horses on. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. It's a lovely walk. Yeah. 
But oh, again, beautiful up there. But again, you go through the next woodland, and, and the maintenance is bad. Friends of mine have bought it, and they sent me. Well, I was born at Pickering Park. Oh, were you? On a boat. Mm. <laughs> Houseboat. Okay. Oh, wow. My birth certificate has got uh, place of birth Pickering's or the lock. That's in Pickering's or the boat. It's a lovely walk there. So uh, I'll go to the next meeting. Yeah, I'll let you know. I did give them my contact details, but I think. You know they could still come through yourself and that, but uh, yeah, very, uh, very good day or, or good evening with them. That was, you know, um, hopefully something positive will come out. Um, Sixty-eight then. There's class items. Um, I do have one. Which uh, it just came in today. It's an email actually from the Mersey Forest. Um, if you remember. Um, Paul, wasn't it, who spoke to us at last, uh, our last meeting about tree strategy, you also mentioned some other things, one of which was their plans for wood allotments and community woodlands, and they have emailed us to say that there's a training and networking session focusing on community woodlands and wood allotments taking place at Risley Moss on the 11th of November. I mean, I will circulate this to everybody. Um, but this is a free day to look at how communities can come together to harvest their own firewood and create better woods as well as having a great time doing it. There'll be opportunities to learn about how communities are undertaking this first hand as well as the opportunity to go out and see one of the project sites. Mm. And it's 10 till 3.30 on the 11th. lunch provided on the 11th, Saturday the 11th. Right, that's the day of our... This year I've been trying to grow poppies on the memorial field in an area which is um, 45 square metres. And uh, I planted seeds, well, I, I dug it over and I reached it and I planted seeds in the, whole, in the troughs. And in May we had a drought. And of course, the seedlings just failed. So I, I did this again, and uh, the, we had the right weather. And I've been up, I went up yesterday to see, and it's somewhat disappointing that not many poppies have shown. Now, next year is the centenary at the end of the war. I'm wondering if we should give it one more try in, say, springtime. If I do, it'll need um, 20 pounds spending on more seeds. Right. If you amount of seeds that are in, 
Sorry? Already, there's a lot of seeds in there because I've seen you put them in. There's lots and lots of oh, seeds. Yes. If yeah. you just rotated it, they would reactivate anyway, wouldn't they? Because they can lie yeah. do dormant for 100 years, poppy oh, seeds. Yes, yes, I know that. And then they love to disturb ground them as well. Yeah. But um, to, to germinate, they have to have the, the, the light as well. So. So we're talking twenty pounds, basically. Twenty pound. Wow. Uh, we get two hundred grams of seed, and uh, we'll give us one more go in spring. Yeah. Yes, I mean, I think twenty pound is. It's funny how they grow best on rough ground, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah. Right back to that. Okay. Yeah. I don't see. Don't see okay. any problems with that. Um, anything else around the table? No? Thank you very much. It's been a, a long meeting, but I think it's been quite a fruitful meeting. Your diaries, if you've not already got it, Tuesday, the 7th of November, 7 pm. Christmas festival. Thank you.